everybody welcome to the collective podcast uh, this is going to be episode 23 this is going to be a part two to uh, a past fan let me see what number you were on you're back in some of the beginning uh, podcasts yeah you were your beta test uh, that was back in episode four um, and a lot of people really um, really loved hearing what he had to say and his path and journey and he's a good friend of mine uh, we talk quite a bit We've been off and on lately because how busy and crazy things have been. That's what we're going to kind of discuss. But um, he is a, a, a creator of his own book. Uh, he, he recently got signed to Dark Horse. He was at Comic-Con repping his own company and his book and all these other things. And it was just really cool to see everything kind of come together for him. And he's still having um, a lot of things that he's facing and dealing with. And he wants to share it with all of us so that um, maybe we, we don't feel so alone within this, you know, journey yeah. I, guess, so, I, I guess so but without further ado um just want to introduce um for the second time dan Luvizi. so so what's nice, up buddy nice to be here again <laughs> right back into the warm arms of the podcast yeah no i mean you know like to add on to what you were saying i also want to tell these things so um people can learn you know what not to do sometimes and it's just stuff that i think applies to more than just art but just to uh who you are as a person so sure pick up on that well that's what it is right we're so connected to all of this right like as artists we're kind of like i just had the worst analogy in my head i'm not going to say it <laughs> it was so horrible like that's disgusting okay. <laughs> but uh anyways i'm trying to hold i'm trying to pull back on some of that really disgusting stuff so people don't get too disgusted on me but <laughs> anyways we're really the part the sensitive part of of uh what we do you know so yeah and 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 uh if you're not cautious of it you can let your like sensitive attributes of your of your personality really get attached like get attached and attacked you know so yeah no it's true which i see in you because you get really attached to things and super vulnerable right so which is yeah it's something that i've actually been trying to um pull back from my i think i've come to realize that i have abandonment issues a little bit from mm. probably my parents divorce back in the day sure. and from having a bad stepmom not now not my current stepmom but my ex-stepmom yeah and, uh you know all the people that have doubted or friends that have said that you know you want to make it so i you know especially with this last relationship that i've been through i feel like i'm afraid of getting you know too attached sometimes because i don't want that to leave mm. you know get too into it and I think I've come to realize that I've done that to a lot of people where I'll try to end it before they can. And I think that's why I like art so much is because I can control it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. That's kind of why I do it too. It's a therapy kind of thing. It's like you pull the onion layers back upon your soul, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. And the more you get, the deeper you get, the, the more sensitive it becomes, but the more rewarding the discovery becomes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever considered um, like seeing like a professional help, like somebody that like that sounds horrible, I guess, because people, especially in the states, are like, you know, like I don't see the problem. I think I feel like if you're gonna go to the doctor, if you have like a stomach ache, then you should definitely go. If you have like anxiety or you have issues where like it's hard for you to get your thoughts across to people, like these. No, that's exactly what I mean. 
I have no shame saying that I do want to go to therapy. I do want to talk to someone, but I don't think it's because I'm depressed or anything, you know? No, I don't think so either. No, I, I'm not saying you are. I just don't want people thinking that. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. People are there listening. It's not, it's, it's not, that's what, not what I'm saying. And I don't think that's the situation. So you pretty much nailed it when you're like, just that ability to talk to someone and, um, talk to someone that's not so biased to yes. knows who you are that can just listen, you know? Um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely contemplated it. I haven't, I've, I did it once when I was a kid back when my parents divorced mm. and that helped a bit, but, uh, right now I'm a little nervous about it. <laughs> Why? Uh, because you're so like, you're cut <laughs> still or what? Yeah, I think it's like, you know me, I'm a type of guy that just wants to figure it out on my own. So it's like, I think these type of things I would want to discover on myself and not seek help to figure it out. Okay. But at the time it's like, I kind of do want that, that, that ear to listen. Yeah. Do you feel that might be like the passenger within you or whatever, you know, like the person yeah. that's trying to steer you, like the oh, unknown yeah. passenger? <laughs> yeah, I know. I definitely, I we have one of those, you know? Oh yeah. No, I actually realized that again, with my last relationship that there was a part of me that wasn't me. Um, and you know, like I realized some of the things that I've said and done to my ex. So like, it's like, that wasn't me doing that. It was like a dark side, you know, that side that's been, kind of bottled up and well, it's like it, yeah it all is you but it's just yeah a person that yeah, you don't it, it you don't like recognize just, i guess huh yeah and it's like did someone else create that inside you or bring it out or allow it uh like what activated it so that's something that i've been trying to um figure out and get over and yeah yeah it's a, it's a i think we all deal with that you know it's like um, you know, if you're driving down the road and if you're just like an even keel person, somebody, you have your kids in the car or something, somebody swears and almost kills you while they're text messaging, you're going to lose your shit. And that person that comes in without, with, inside you, you don't realize like who that is like coming out when you like lash out the caveman, you know, <laughs> because every day we're kind of fighting against it. I have a good chat with that with Anthony, you know, it's like, um, for the most part, most people are, are fighting against those urges, you know, to kind of like be a decent person you know and the better you do it without being like fake and plastic about it the better person like you can become because like <clears throat> living within those restraints and boundaries is actually an interesting balance you know yeah well, well we're getting off like, on a weird track but I'm, you know just just my thoughts so <laughs> i like to dig deep into these things like when i when i go ride from when i go ride my bike or, or do anything where I can, i'm just kind of like within my head i constantly uh, push against those boundaries of thought uh, and just kind of contemplate that's what those walks are for for me yeah like i told you i go you on do a ton of those too huh i do two six mile walks usually a day i haven't recently because i've been great this, but yeah i used to do it every day i would walk all down uh, ocean drive and just it's like a six and a half mile from there then back to my place and um, been doing that since I moved down here like three, four years ago and came up with last man standing on those walks, came up with redemption on those walks, came up with tons of IPs on those walks. It's just, awesome. you know, I put on music, I block out everything around me and I just, I walk as fast as I can. I was telling Justin, I'm like, by the time I get back here, I'm just sweating. I'm like covered in sweat because I've been walking so hard and so fast. And it's just like all those endorphins are just going crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are my those are my moments when I need to be alone and just to no one can go on those walks with me. Yeah, well that's good though. Like those are those are for you, you know, like those cleansing yeah. moments and stuff. I think everybody should have those moments for, you know, just giving themselves that time to kind of reassess the situation. It's like meditation's been a like a really used um, technique. Have you ever like 
even considered or try that or even like yoga and breathing techniques and stuff like that one of my exes made me do a high yoga with her once i couldn't handle it it was too much for me high but, yoga yeah hot yoga where you like don't they heat up the entire room so you're sweating <laughs> oh yeah that's a bit extreme i think for you to at least yeah. start off yeah it could be I definitely blacked out once <laughs> yeah that's, that's a bit it was, much. It was intense yeah so after that i was like i'm good so i've, <laughs> I haven't really been open to the idea mm. um i could see why to try sometime yeah i could see why <laughs> yeah yeah i mean every experience you know how like we talked about that too like setting your life up and setting you yourself up for the right experiences you know like um you know like even like drug consumption like you know like i, I equate it to like when you go see a movie in a theater like they purposely make these large rooms so they can get you know a lots of people in there but they can set an ambiance so that you can be in there in the dark and you know the you know if you're if anybody's listening that's watched like a true imax film which I recently did, which is so amazing. Um, like the sound like pushes through you and, and the experience is just really amazing. You can watch a pretty crappy movie and be moved by it. You know, the magic is that much stronger and the same thing with like drugs or the same thing with like exercise or working out, you know, so some people do just don't do it right the first time and they think that it's, you know, instantly label it and, and categorize it and put it in their head, you know, like, oh, that was bad. Are they going biased? Yeah, of course. It's a natural thing. It's it's part of our our um, American uh, American. It's part of our everybody. Everybody <laughs> has this. <laughs> like, we're very stubborn here. No, it's a, yeah, yeah. I think it's just we're that's the way we're programmed. You know, back when we were developing as a species, it's just like we had so many things that were up against us. So we had to use everything to be sensitive towards. That's our sensitive nature was what really got us to where we are now, which is uh, good or bad, you know, but. Anyways, anyways, we're gonna get deep, guys. Just, you know, we, we told you fools, we're gonna get deep. We got the <laughs> shovels out and everything, so. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's been a. <clears throat> you've had a lot of stuff happen to you. I've been really busy. We, um, I, I haven't caught up with everything that's been going on. Yeah. Um, I want to. I want to hear a little bit about your trip out to. Actually, the last time we talked. Um, I think we were we didn't even mention that your book got signed because we couldn't uh, we, yeah. we couldn't we couldn't mention the details so we should go back and pick up there and then we can get deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole and those experiences and stuff yeah. and, and a lot of people on your facebook feed were asking about like details of like you know how you did what you did so let's kind of talk about you know the, the bare bone stuff and then you can kind of put on the flesh of what those things and how they happen and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, well, do you want to ask away or do you want me yeah. to just I'll, Yeah, I'll go ahead and just kind of ask some questions, let you go, and then I'll try to steer it around and try not sure. to go too, too over the place. But So the last thing um, we were talking about was the success of getting signed. Um, we didn't say specifically, but it was everybody knows now it's through Dark Horse. Yeah. I found out at my house. That was great. That was awesome. So... Um, so I think what we should maybe kind of get into is, um, you know, last man standing was a huge project. It took you, you know, a significant amount of energy and time and you've learned so much since then. Um, and then you had the whole experience with the life-size Gabe doll and rubbing, rubbing its back and (laughs) no, but being at, being at Comic-Con and the transformation for you. So, I mean, can you kind of go from talking about like when we were at my house and you found out 
you know, to where we're at now. To Comic Con, I guess. So kind of that experience, and I'll and I'll just shut up and listen. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, well, like we said, we found out at your place, which was awesome. It was really cool, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a great night. Awesome uh, night. Uh, uh, but the thing is, is that you know, like, it's it's still we're still at like a lot of people. I want people to understand. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm very fortunate with where I'm at and what's happened. And I think this is just the creator in me, but I still don't feel like we've broken down that wall yet. And um, we've gotten to the point where now we're with Dark Horse, which is amazing. They've been so great to us and so kind. And they send me stuff every day and they're always talking about it. And I could not complain a word about them. That's um, awesome. You know, and we, it's it's nice to have that treatment after. I like that company in general. Yeah, that we had before. I mean, Daniel Chavin, he's the editor on it. He's been great with me. Um, and all the heads of dark. So just the whole thing's been awesome. Uh, when we went to Comic-Con. How did it like all get linked up? Because I remember you were dealing with a couple other publishing yeah. houses and stuff. And we had a lot of serious talk about that as, as well. You know, just talking about big moves and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, I know. We were at... Uh, you are a bit stubborn too. I remember it was pretty funny. So we had to like have some serious talks about that. Just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Boom. I won't name and, uh, of course not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, it just, it wasn't working out. Like we were trying to get contracts, and just nothing was really moving. And um, you know, it's it's pretty much just it was my decision. You know, like I wanted someone that was gonna be on it right there. And uh, we got a call from Dark Horse, and you know, I talked to you about it, and I was like, because we didn't know. Remember when we started talking? I didn't have an answer yet. It was just more of a we're yeah, thinking hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so. yeah. So you had you had one <clears throat> publisher you're working with because it didn't come out across clear. Or I didn't hear it. I think it cut out. So you had one publisher that you were working with, and um, nothing against them. They'll be we're making them nameless, but they um, weren't moving at the speed I think that you needed it. And then like you know you had the second counter offer from Dark Horse. Yeah. And you so, gave them respectful time. You know. Yeah. No, we gave them I uh, you know like enough time to make the decision, and it was just. Like I said, nothing was moving. So eventually we went to Dark Horse and um, they gave us a great deal on it and a convincing talk. And uh, we signed with them. After that, it was just, I was pretty much given about uh, like a month and a half to rewrite the entire book. And like, not, I didn't have to, but I, you know, the creator and he wants to. So I wanted to update it since it had been two years. A lot of people don't know this, but like Last Man Standing came out in 2010. Yeah, um, first, yeah. the first draft. Yeah, yeah, uh, it came out through Heavy Metal, uh, but didn't really have like a huge release. So it was kind of like a like a cult book in a way. Like, you know, um, not many people had them. There was a, a bunch in Europe and then some here, but you couldn't really get them in stores anywhere. And if you did, it was just like one copy. Did it have an ISBN or whatever, remember? Uh, yeah, I, I think it did, yeah, like a barcode? Yeah, it has the ISBN, hey. so you can find it anywhere. Yeah, but the thing is that they were mostly sold on Amazon. And uh, now you can buy them on Amazon for like 300, 400 bucks for that copy, which is cool. So, so a lot of people are like, what is this book? You know, like, what the hell is it? Is it connected to a series? Because it was kind of just like one of those random books that just came out, especially once the movie deal got announced. Um, so after it had been hyped up for so long, once Dark Horse finally said they were picking it up, that's where, uh, you know, the real hype began. I was like, okay, so if this is going to have a worldwide re release and really go public, I want to make this the best book that I can. So I went back and I rewrote every single page of it, uh, all the character stuff, some of the ads. I 
introduce some new art. So I made it the definite story where I actually know where it's going now. Yeah. So it's like, it's, you know, the real kill book. This is the one that you want to read if you're going to read the comic. And um, the best part about it, which I'm sure everyone has seen that knows about it, is uh, the fan art at the back. <laughs> like, I did a little, like, ask my friends if they want to be like, you are one of them. Um, and, you know, That's we started funny. getting art back and forth. And then eventually a lot of people started joining the party. And I think now we're at like over 500 pieces. Um, but I could only put about 70 or so in the book. So I put those in the book and, um, I personally think that's the best part of, about it. And, uh, well, probably because it's so like new and then you had like, you know, you've been dealing with the book for like three years. You know, so yeah, no, it's just nice. And, um, uh, a couple of the reviews mentioned it as well. So that was cool. Uh, but so after that, you know, I finished the book, I got it out there. We went to Comic-Con. Um, 2013 um, baby. Yeah, uh, Comic-Con was kind of a mixed bag. I mean, it was nothing that Dark Horse did. Dark Horse did an amazing job and, you know, they presented it well and I had a great team there. I just don't think people understood the book as much, you know, because it's it's a huge book for those that haven't seen it. And Ash can testify, it's a very yeah, large it's book. massive book. Yeah. It's very heavy. It's filled with stuff. Yeah, there's just a lot to it. So at first glance, you're kind of taken aback at it. Um, and, and not even in bragging sense, I look at the book now and I'm still like, how the hell did I do this? Like, what was I thinking? Like, yeah. I don't even remember the process. Um, <laughs> I'm a coma. Uh, so, you yeah, know, like- Working coma. Yeah, so like when I look at it, cause I look at some of these art books that I have and you know, um, you look at them and you're just like, there's so much that, you know, for me, my ADD goes crazy. So yeah. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to end. Um, so I imagine that, you know, some people have the same feeling when they look at the kill book. Um, and I don't know, I'm not gonna label all Americans, but I feel like there's a good chunk that like to be spoon fed ideas instead of taking a risk on new ideas. I mean, you see it in movies, you see it in TV shows, you see it in video games. It's a it's lot of the same culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's just a lot of the same. Well, a lot of Hollywood wants to play it safe right now. Um, they always and, have though. Oh yeah, no, for sure. But. There's once a moment where some people took risks. Yeah, and studying for later on right now, actually. So that's, you know, like, and interesting. it really hit me when I went to Portugal to realize that, you know, like Europe is very open to, you know, a lot of ideas and huge. You are. Yeah. And that's where I think LMS really flourishes is that I get a lot of feedback from Europeans, you know, about it. They all like it, but I think I still have to gain the American love, which is kind of fun because the book is, you know, you've seen it, it kind of pokes fun at America and uh, the politics and, you know, the government and, you know, a lot of the corporations and conglomerates and movie stars and musicians. And, you know, like that's the whole thing about the book is that, you know, some people look at it and they just think it's all flashing characters with guns and it's just a revenge story and girls. On the surface, yeah. Yeah, but that's not really it. Like if you really were to look at the book, LMS is pretty much like a tongue in cheek satire of all those gaudy big things. It's making fun of the big budget movies and the big budget ideas and the silly video games and all that stuff and going, we know what we are. But yeah, what it is, is, it's a story about like, that's why I can't wait to do the comic because the story is actually really deep. Yeah. And it's really like a character piece on superheroes and like what happens if one happens to end up dying one day? And I'm like, what goes through that person's mind? And who is he when he realizes that he's just a puppet and this and that? And, uh, I kind of went off on a tangent, no, but good. Uh, good. I, yeah, like what I feel like is that, you know, 
that story I can't really tell yet. So it's more about taking a risk on the property. So, sure. you know, sure, sure. I, it didn't do poorly at Comic-Con. I, I just don't think it did, you know, the best it could have done. But the good thing is, is like I said, I told you is that we found out that, you know, our pre-orders on Amazon and everything are doing great. Yeah, well, you put a lot of effort into getting fans and people yeah, to pay yeah. attention to what you're and doing. Like, so. You know, and Dark Horse is saying, they're like, we're actually really happy about this because they haven't even pushed it yet because they don't have to until, like, you know, right before the release. Yeah. So, like, you know, to have this type of feedback just from you pushing it is actually really impressive. So I'm just hoping that this book does well so I can just tell the comic story because I'm so excited about that one. Yeah, what's the whole... Um, the the caveat or whatever for the comics because that's another part of it if people are listening that don't know it's part of the deal that if the book does well enough that um dark dark horse can back up um what what's next it's going to be yeah. like a comic well, book of course right? they're saying they're like and you know it's a given they're like you know if the kill book does well we want to go right into the comic so i have you know i already wrote the script it's uh six issues each one's like 30 pages yeah and, um I actually really enjoy it. Um, I usually don't like my writing too much, but this one, like, I feel like I finally understand who Gabriel is and what the world is. And it's like, it's weird, you know, looking back at who he was when I made him and who he's matured into now, because he used to be that like kid, like that, that kid character just wanting to go around and beat people up and shoot them. And like, sure. this, like that anti-hero, yeah. but you know, he's like matured into like, kind of like a general. And this, like, you know, leader in my head. And, like, it's just, it's cool. Don't you think it's kind of funny how you're marrying yourself through your character? Oh, no, I totally am. Like, I <laughs> really get to the point where. Psychologically, I think it's funny watching. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Last Man Standing, literally. Like, a lot of people would be like, what? But, like, it literally is my, like, life story. It's just seen through sci fi goggles. And what I've done is that, like, Gabriel essentially is, I mean, he's a lot better looking than I am, but he's essentially me. It's that personality. It's that, you know, that working for someone and realizing that's not what you want to do and then changing that and fixing yourself over time and becoming that leader instead of that follower. Yeah. And that's all about Gabriel. He was a superhero that was hired to be a superhero. And one day he realized I am super, but I don't want to work for these people. I want to do it for the right reason. Yeah. So he went out and inspired, you know, this country to back him and create this army and blah, blah, blah. Obviously I don't create an army, but, um, you know, like you look at Dante, the villain, it's it's that dark side of me, the side that almost gave up and the side that was wrong and the side that almost took it out on the wrong people. But, you know, he obviously does it in a lot meaner fashion. But then every member, and I don't know if I did this subconsciously because when I was working on it, I was just making a book that I wanted to make. That's all. There was no intention for it to be anything other than a book. But now that I look back on it, each member of Pandemonium, the bad guys that Gabriel goes after, mirrors like a fear of mine or something that i faced as a child yeah and, um, well it's best to write about personal things right because yeah, exactly. writing's just like art like anything a form of expression it's how close you can get to the nerve and the closer you get to the nerve the more people resonate like it more it resonates with other oh, people yeah because yeah. you like you know and that's what was kind of, kind of cool about the first edition is that when it came out i had a lot of girls messaging me and telling me that they like this one character uh, noah and Noah is a character, she, her sister is Lucy, like a love interest to Gabriel. And the whole thing about Noah and Lucy is that they were sisters. There was three of them at one point, and one of them gets blamed for the other one's death, and it splits them up. And I don't know if people have gone through that, but I think they related with the whole older sister not getting the attention from the younger sister type 
the thing. And I got a bunch of messages from these girls going like, I love Noah. She's so real. Like that's what I was faced growing up. And to me, it's just like some like sci-fi character that I created just for fun, you know? And it's cool that they pick that stuff out. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you- I'm feeding my cat. Making popcorn? No, I'm feeding my cat. Give, give me some popcorn. <laughs> How are the cats doing, by the way? Uh, um, Remy's doing fine. Is he going to chiropractic and therapy? No. Uh, the gizmo, you know, he had his bladder infection, man. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he seems back to normal, but he doesn't like being left alone, so I kind of just have to chill here all the time with him. And it might cost me a trip soon, that Bali trip, because, you know, like, I don't really have anyone that can watch him as much as they need to, because, like, he gets really worried and gets anxiety and stress, and that's what leads to his bladder. Really? And, yeah. They're like, wow. the doctors are like, because this is the third time this has happened. When you leave, he does it? Yeah, he does it. And, um, you know, like, unless he's at his home, if he's not at his home, like, or somewhere where, like, he knows this is his, yeah. then he, like, freaks out. Like, back in my apartment, he's fine. But when I moved two times, he did it. And now when I moved again, he did it. Mm. And, you know, like, since I don't have a new apartment right now, I'm looking. Um, you know, so, so I, I, you know, like, the thought of going somewhere out of town and then coming back to either, like, a dead cat or something just kills me. So I don't know if I can do that. It's not dead cat. It's your little dude. You're like, I know. Like, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I was on vacation and my cat's out now. Like, yeah. I, that's a guilt trip I don't want to live with. So, yeah. yeah. I'm just doing what I have to until I can get out of here. But he's doing all right. Thanks for asking. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I, I know how important your your little kid kitties are to you, man. So. I don't know. I am obsessed with my two cats. Well, animals are great, dude. The exchange that they give you good yeah. man like i love my little dog he's just like such a ball of like great little energy of course they're like my sons yeah yeah well i, I have a daughter so yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> but no the exchange of energies is just really great like it really helps especially for people that are in our head all the time oh i know you it's just like look down and they're just like oh you could be like having the worst day and you just see them they're just like look at you all stupid you're all you're so dumb like i love you it's so awesome <laughs> you're the only one that doesn't judge me yeah but they're smarter than us choose not to do trivial things like create comic books and shit <laughs> or like you know I, i'm just joking i just think that there's a there's a bliss to that you know and animals remind us of that which is awesome so yeah no i mean like you know seriously i would do anything for these guys yeah i mean it was heartbreaking when i brought gizmo to the er they uh they put a paper in front of me and they're like we need to sign this and i was like what is it and they're like in case we have to do like you know surgery on a emergency surgery and his heart rate stops do you want us to continue CPR or like let him pass? And I was like, how much is this answer? She's like around three to $4,000. And I was just like, and you expect me to say no? Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you want me to sign no? Yeah. But like, you're telling me, do you want your cat to die or not? I'm like that, like it nearly brought me to tears. I'm like, you know, like I can't yeah. with a guy. He's in my book for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had the similar thing with our dog because he bit a bee and he almost died they ask the same kind of question we're like hey yeah dude yeah uh, what do you what do you expect you ass I know. no let's die that's okay do you have pet insurance because we had we had to get pet insurance because he, he well the problem is is that the problem has already occurred so oh so they're already keen yeah. to it yeah so oh, oh yeah and then it just gets crazy yeah but anyways enough of that sad stuff dude let's get deep 
deeper. So anyways, you're talking about the book, and then we started to breach on the comic book thing, and then we are also talking about Comic-Con, your experience. So go back to that. Yeah. So um, Comic-Con was a mixed bag. I mean, I met some awesome people, obviously, and hung out with some amazing people. But, uh, you know, in terms of the book, I think I wasn't really um, – fulfilled with how it did i think but i'm never happy with like what i do you know me so yeah, i think it was just one of those like fun yeah. father moments where i was just like no i'm not happy with it yet and everyone was like it did great it did fine and it wasn't like i was mad at anyone but myself it was weird so i moved on from that and i had some moment to think about it and um you know like i think that as we get closer to november and the release, um, I feel good, you know? I'm starting to grow more confident with it and just being like, it's gonna do what it's gonna do and you can't change it, you can't control it. Yeah. You just have to allow it to happen. Yeah. And that's something that's taken me a while to get, but I think I'm finally getting to that point where I'm like, it's okay, Danny, you know? And um, and so far, without even thinking about it, that's when the good stuff comes in. Like I told you, like we got a, a few reviews that have <clears throat> come in already and they've been nothing but, a, you know, positive and, They've said some very kind things about the book so i'm trying to get to that point where i'm like maybe, maybe i don't have to worry maybe this is it's time to breathe and you know like it'll be okay yeah you need to really start exercising where you put your energy because the more energy you put towards like worrying about stuff you can't control the worse your life's going to be your quality okay. of life everything you know that's why i sent you that um <clears throat> i sent a podcast to danny um, from one of my favorite artists, a comic book artist at least, uh, Mike Mignola. He created Hellboy, and he's been in comic books and drawing comics for like ages. But he's got this like old wisdom. And the funny thing, how he started with creating Hellboy was he's seen like you know guys like Jim Lee and, and all these other guys like create Image. I think it was Jim Lee. I can't remember. But um, anyways, the guys that jumped off away and started creating their own comic book characters, and they were making millions. And that wasn't necessarily the 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 main driving force was more or less like okay i don't want to draw batman and work for dc anymore like i want to do my own shit you know mm-hmm. and then he had um hellboy and but anyways the long story short is he just wanted to do his own thing and he didn't have like super high hopes he just kind of was like okay i'm gonna go and do this and i'm gonna get out of my system and then i'm gonna go back and draw other comic books because you know if this doesn't work i'll do that not like he had a f- trying to like let himself up for failure it's like a perfect balance right and like you don't want to go too far to one side or the other it's like this perfect finite balance where like okay like i can't put all my chips in it but i'll put every good chip that i have into this bet so this will work you know yeah. because if you go all or nothing like you just look at like casinos or like gambling addicts like when they go all or nothing like <laughs> if you win <clears throat> it's amazing but when you lose it's literally like people take their lives because of how horrible that feeling is you know and you know you gotta be really cautious with that i think you know because you 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 yourself are in control of your own set set of failures with within a lot of those things you know like because you know as humans we only need such a little such little bits of things you know and at what point in your life do you go like this is enough you know yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm getting, I'm like I said, I, we're gonna get deep with this. So I'm trying to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the, some of the, some of the root of some of these things. With you. Oh. What I want to say was that that's, <laughs> that's one of the things that I realized lately is that when I made LMS, like I told you, I didn't have any intention of it becoming movie or getting the toys or the comic or any of that. I just wanted to prove that I could make a book on my own and not need the help of anyone else. And 
I think that's why I was able to do it because I had that personal drive. But when I'm working on Redemption, as much as I love it, and I actually think the story is even better than LMS's, is that I was making it, trying to make a movie out of it and not trying to just make it because I love the property. And I think that's why I've needed to take, I like, I haven't worked on Redemption for at least a year. And I think that's why I've needed that break to get back to that point where I'm like, I'm doing this because I want to make this story, not because I want to make money off of it or I want to turn it into something right away, you know? Totally. Sorry, I'm drinking a slush. Slush. I'm listening though. I was like, are you a juice box? <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm seven year old inside, dude. <laughs> No, absolutely. Okay, cool. But um, anyway, so it's just because I've um, just from our talk talking about like, you know, like it wasn't as good. It wasn't good enough. Or I didn't, you know, I was expecting more. It's like, you know, at some point you got to silence that your voice within you, dude, or you're not going to have a good time, you know? Yeah, sure. So just, just, I don't know. Anyways, I'll shut up. Can continue. Mm -hmm. You never have to shut up around uh, well, we were talking about uh, your Comic-Con experience and... Yeah, for, after Comic-Con, um, you know, I was, uh, like I told you, I was invited to Portugal to do a workshop for uh, the Trojan Horses Unicorn. Um, and this was going to be my first time out of the country. Uh, I mean, well, to Europe. I've been dying. It's been a dream to go to Europe ever since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, like I jumped so through. fucking rad. Oh, yeah. It's... it's it's amazing. I'm definitely going to go back next year and probably just go by myself and do like a, a little trip by myself and call around and take the train. Because I fortunately didn't really get to see much of Portugal because the whole event... Sorry, my cats are climbing everywhere. Um, the whole event was on a peninsula. So, um, but anyways, you know, the trip was... It was life-changing, but not in the way I expected. And uh, But I'll, I'll talk about the good stuff first. And then we'll get into the dark side. Um, <laughs> the good side was dark that side. Portugal, yeah, Portugal is gorgeous. And for any of you listening, you need to go. What I did see was breathtaking. I mean, it was a beautiful place. The people there were also just as beautiful. So amazing. So nice. So kind. Um, such a difference from how, and it's probably just because I'm in Santa Monica near LA, but so different from the people here. I mean, so much more welcoming and want to help and want to, you know, just show you a good time and be there for you. It's just, it was very humbling. Um, and then, you know, I met a lot of amazing professionals. Uh, I don't know if you know Aaron McBride. No, I mean, I might've heard the name, but no. yeah, he works at ILM. I've always been a huge fan of his and we had like this big one-on-one -on -one talk about IP and everything. It was great. So awesome. that was really nice. Um, but yeah, sorry, I'm meeting. Um, yeah, you know, it was great. You know, I had a good time, but unfortunately, you went out and drew and all that stuff. And what's up? You want you went out and drew and all that stuff, right? Like worked out, uh, kind of, or you just be, no. a bit of mix. Because you know me and tablets, I'm really picky. Uh, I need a Cintiq to draw. I can't draw on the other ones. Oh yeah, well it's hard to do that. Yeah, it's just like my brain just doesn't operate that way. It's weird. I tried. I'm like, I don't know how you guys do this. Um, yeah. So I, and I talked about uh, my series pop culture and how to implement stories into your paintings and did voiceovers and you know voices for all the characters and talked. It was really funny. It was, it was actually a really good time. Awesome. And then the second talk I did was uh, 
the Noman talk that I did. It's pretty much the the talk that I'm going to start doing at these type of workshops. It's how I uh, created the book and um, got to where we are now. Um, and you know, like it was it was very once again humbling. You know, once I was done with those talks, because a lot of people came up to me and they were like, you know, we really relate with this story because this is exactly what we want to do. But we always thought that it was too hard to do it. And like yeah. hearing your story makes us want to try now. And like, you know, if you can do it, then like I tell them, why can't you? You know, like, how am I any different from any of you guys? Like a lot of people put this, um, this image on me of like being this guy that has this like power. And I'm like, that's not me. I'm like, I'm just as human. I wasn't born with this. It's like I had to practice it and practice it and practice it. And, you know, I think a lot of the, the things from my past that hurt me are some of the best things that happened to me because it forced me into who I am today to be this artist. Yeah. And um, I'm like, all it really is is like, I'm like, everyone's like, what is the secret? How did you? I'm like, <laughs> work hard. That's, uh, yeah, that's, I hate that question. <laughs> you know, like, I, I hate it when people say, like, you're so lucky. And I was like, it has nothing to do with luck. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, you know, I didn't win the lottery. You know, like, I didn't pick some card and said, oh, your book's gonna get picked up and it's gonna be turned into a movie, this and that. It's like, no, that's because of some amazing people that took a risk on me. And just being at the right time and just, just working my ass off. That's all it is. You know, like, yeah. I literally would stay up hours on end every single day doing my day job and then going right back into LMS and then day job and then LMS. I didn't go out. I didn't party. I didn't drink. I didn't really hang out with friends. I actually lost some friends, unfortunately, but I sat my ass down and said, I'm going to make a book and it's going to be huge. Yeah. And, you know, like literally not, I don't mean it's going to be a big success. Um, and you know, like I just kept pounding away at it and that's why I'm here. And that's why I told people, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm here today doing this talk because of wanting to, you know, make a dream come true. And I just kept on pushing until it was true. I'm like, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I have a gut feeling. I have two gut feelings in my life. These are the only two things I have ever been certain about is that, um, one day I'm going to, uh, make my own book. It's like ever since I was a kid, one day I'm going to make my own book. And the other thing is I'm going to have a company where I work with my friends. That's all I want to do. And I, I know those things will happen. You it's already just, got one of them. So. Yeah. It's like, I just have to get to that point of making it happen. <laughs> um, you gotta, dude, you're going to, like I, sorry. black hole, you're going to get lost in it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I probably will, but no, you know. no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 like, I don't know. The more I we grow- We should talk a little bit about that with people saying those things to you or asking you those questions. Like, you know, like for those of you that are listening and, and <clears throat> didn't hear his talk and we can kind of discuss that. It's not like, it's hard to say. It's like, yeah, that's kind of an insult to an artist like himself or people that really work hard is like, you're so lucky. It's like, how dare you <laughs> say that? Like, Luck. And it's like I don't really consider that you know, an ego. Make, thing, you know, it's no, kind of no, like no, not at all. It's just yeah, like, no, it's like it's just kind of I don't know. It's kind of like a backhanded compliment to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's unintentional. It's just like oh, you know. Yeah. It's like you know, like for, for for guys like him and I, or just people in general that are pushing. It's like you make your own luck. You know, like it's not like yeah, it's, it's not like shit's just handed to you. You know, like oh, no. I mean. It, it's if, of course it's there's like moments in your life where things line up and the stars align and <clears throat> exchanges of, of meeting the right people and energy and all that stuff but for the most part it's you who's pushing that you know 
and there's and, and I think it's so funny too like how with like art in general like people say like you know like you're so talented or this and that they think it's like some kind of like you can just like I don't know like some people have it and some people don't it's like I don't know about that you know I don't know if I subscribe to that I think it's you know art is a is a is an exchange of energy within yourself that it takes a ton of work yeah, it has nothing to do with work. Yeah, um, because I know super talented guys that are just like the worst because they don't do anything with it, you know? And, yeah. And that to me is just like waste. It's just a waste, waste of a person and their abilities. And that's the, that's the biggest, um, that's the biggest, like, sad, like the saddest thing, you know, for me at least. Cause yeah. Un unused potential is like such a bummer. But anyways, I don't know. I wanted to kind of bring on that because it's like, you know, you don't, you don't just like for you, it's like you don't just wake up and be like, I'm lucky and should play. And that's why we're talking about this yeah, because. Like, you know, like I won't, again, I won't name any names, but like, you know. Name them, dude. <laughs> Point them out, man. People on blast right here. I'm just joking. Don't do that. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, like some people get the wrong impression of me sometimes. Like, you know, like I've even heard it from others. And it's like, you know, like they. They, I think they see the Facebook thing and they go like, oh, you know, like he has all these watchers and this and that. And like, you know, like he's going to be that type of guy. But like, I don't know. I kind of, I've realized in Portugal that there's something that I think everyone should do is you remove the artist from the person and you first meet them as a person. And then you, you know, you take everything in after. If they're a cool person, then you should be cool with them, right? You know, like if, if there's nothing wrong with them, then I see no reason why people shouldn't get along. And I, I think some people now start to see me as just a name instead of who I am underneath that. And like, I realized it a lot, like, you know, like, for example, I met one guy and, um, you know, he was like, well, I kind of had this like image of you before I actually met you. And then like, you're actually a pretty cool guy. And then I was like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't get what that image is. And I think it's because I, I kind of pushed the whole, you know, don't work for a studio, be your own boss type of thing. Yeah. And you no, know, like I have never, meant anything by like you know but i never had bad intentions by saying that what i meant is is that work for a studio work for whoever you want to work for but if you're your own artist i know you can create a world that's why you're doing what you do that's what mike mignola did that's what i was yeah. saying to you and it's like i just challenge you to go instead of you know designing someone else's world why don't you create your own like yeah, if you have that power like i'm in power of you if anything i'm trying to support you and be like don't make some suit money make yourself money i can see how people get in, uh, insulted by that too yeah, yeah they think i'm saying like you know like you know fuck you if you work for a company and i'm like absolutely no, not yeah yeah like i would never say that like that's insulting well you've I, said it to me like five times yeah just, i'm just i'm just joking no you never said it. i'm just, just talking shit what is the specific rim stuff ash now <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I think it's totally cool. Like, I work, I even freelance still. But I just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to just work for a company and only design that stuff. Like, I have too many ideas that I would love to see out there one day. Yeah. And, you know, like, I eventually just took that chance. And it's a scary as hell chance. And, like, what I wanted to uh, move into is that, you know, like, the whole back to the whole luck thing is that if people have even told me this, and I've even heard people say it behind my back, as a, they think that the LMS stuff was just kind of like given to me. Like it was just, it just happened. And like, I got lucky and got this and that it's kind of undeserving. And, and unfortunately I can't bring those people through those five years of making it. 
and like everything that had to go through and all those struggles that my business partner and I had to go through. Like there's a lot of heartbreaking stuff that happened and a lot of, you know, money that was lost and a lot of money that, you know, Stefan and I had to pay out of our own pockets to ensure that people got their books and just like a lot of things that I can't even actually talk about. Yeah. For those of those who are listening that don't know who Danny is or don't know who Stefan is and don't know this whole story, like Stefan is like Danny, like fairy goddad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah give a, a brief synopsis of the sweet yeah, yeah. Stefan so people that don't know that are yeah. listening. Stefan is like my like artist dad. <laughs> like <laughs> the dad that like, you know, had me but through the artist that my artist self didn't have yeah yeah um you know like he um play catch i met him him about five six years ago and we were supposed to work on some stuff together like little storyboards and he was like do you think you could do these storyboards for me and i did them in front of him right there and he was like wow okay so we started talking that night and we just came to the conclusion that we were like you know you're cool i'm cool why don't we work together i think we can both benefit each other like, you know, if I were to do, uh, you know, the art and then you could push it with your connections, I think this could work out really well. So we just stuck together. We kept on working together. And eventually, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, is that our friendship just became unbreakable. You know, like we just grew so close and we went through so many, like there's so much stuff I could talk about what this guy and I have been through to get to here. That like, you know, it's just, it's been so much that no one could ever come through that. And it's funny because we've had people that like, you know, have kind of tried to get through it. And it's just like, we can see it a mile away. And it's like, it's a very good relationship that we've, you know, grown into. And now we have our company section nine together. And, um, you know, our Where's first- Where's that come from? Come on, where's yeah. that come from? Uh, goes in the shell. That's right, that's right, baby. <laughs> um, you gotta and- say that every time, dude. You gotta give him respect, bro. Stefan came up with it, wasn't he? <laughs> he just- you're all, he's yes. the best friend. I'm throwing him under the bridge right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we yeah, just, Stefan's yeah. really nice. He's, he's, oh, he's, he's he, he knows a ton about the business. He's been around for a while. He's huge alien fan. So him and I have lots to talk about every time we, we meet up. So it's really rad. So, but yeah, he's helped Danny's um, tremendously with getting the business side of things going and connecting him to the right people and stuff which is you know is also key it's something to really be cautious of if this is you that you're yourself into what danny's doing his path be aware of like you know you might not be able to do it on your own you know and that's not saying that there's something bad i want you to go and pick up the book your favorite book your favorite art book your favorite comic book and pick and open up the first three pages and look at the credit list I'm going to guarantee you there's about 50 people on there that you would never think to employ to get something like that done. But believe it's it's possible and it's, it's necessary, you know. Like when I open up like a Frank Miller comic book or Alan Moore or something, there's like, there's like financial advisors and like, you know, managers and stuff, you know. Like people that are getting credit when you think it should just be the artist and this and that. So what I'm saying is like be aware of the people that you're gonna have to take along with the journey and which will segue into like what danny's you know wanting to break into and talk about so but i wanted to make sure we had that in there were you playing keyboard or something (laughs) no this video popped up (laughs) you watching porns while i'm trying to drop some knowledge you fucking butthead there's a guy playing (laughs) piano while they go at it piano piano battles those are the best (laughs) 
They're not used for fingers to play, but. Um, <laughs> a dick piano blade battles? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, um, so yeah, no, what were we getting at with Stefan? No, I think we summarize Stefan. It's just like, yeah, yeah oh, he's just... why are we talking about him again? <laughs> <laughs> he's rad and he's a part of your success. That's why we brought him up. So, so. Yeah, but we're good. We're going. To, I was about to go off on a little tangent about him. No, no, no. Well, okay. How about that summer at Bandcamp then? Yeah. Oh, Stefan. The flute. With the trumpet. Oh, the trumpet oh. too. Jeez, you didn't tell me that part. Right? Yeah. He stopped at the flute, and I think I threw up. Uh, Show me pictures. All those dick pigs. But <laughs> uh, um, no, we're talking about uh, Portugal, and yeah, no, it, it was a great trip, but. There was another side of it that was, uh, I don't really want to tell the story because it's, it's not for this type of thing. Sure, sure. Don't, uh, get, don't uh, get too no, crazy. I just, pretty much my girlfriend and I broke up. I'll say that much. And uh, it happened there. And I think it, it really like uh, kind of woke me up. And it made me realize that like I can't be that person that closes myself in so much. And I need to be more open and... Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Do you I feel to... like it's important for you to go through those like extreme changes in your life to to know to find out about those things? Do you feel yeah. like you learned the lessons the hardest way intentionally? Well, what happened is that you I'm know, breaking like... your brain, dude. I'm gonna uh, get I'm gonna get deep into that shit. Yeah. I'll get into it. Um... <laughs> Stop yeah, anytime. Uh, oh, it's all good. My, <laughs> uh, my last girlfriend, I was just fell head over heels for her. And uh, she ended up breaking my heart multiple times, and I kept on going back every time. <laughs> uh, Sweetheart stomps. Yeah. I know, and um, you know, she. I told her one day too. I was like, you know, when we got in a big fight, I was like, don't turn me into that asshole guy, you know, like that guy that doesn't trust anyone. And I think she did, unfortunately for now. And I ended up meeting, you know, my my next girlfriend, who's now my ex, Kim. Uh, right after that, and don't name names, was... bro. Don't name names. <laughs> <laughs> don't name names, man. Okay. Um, and you know, she was amazing. She was perfect. Yeah, she's cool. She was, she was someone that was really giving and super nice, and wasn't. She there was not one superficial thing about her, but I think I was still holding on to that uh, that pain, that you know it was hard for me to let go of it and be that person that I used to be for Kim. Okay, and uh, ended up. Yeah, Dude, I'm ended just doing up, it for your own good, and you'll regret it. <laughs> and ended up sabotaging it, mm. and that's something that you know, like I've done a lot. Yeah, I've done it too, man. You know, like I, I sabotage the relationship so I can't get hurt, and uh, this time, you know, I got hurt, and it sucks, and it kind of makes you go like, you know, like. Is this going to be the rest of my life? Am I always going to be like this? Or it's your choice? You know, am I going to wake up one day and be like, "That's not me anymore"? I mean, that's kind of what the tattoo was. Explain, about that showing explain you. people that, that you don't know, know your, your tattoo. Oh yeah, no, you're, I finally. You're a virgin skin. Yeah, you're I finally skin grew people. In got two tattoos. No, one of them I got on my right arm is the uh, the tally marks that the main character from LMS puts on his armor. And I did it because it's been uh, five years since I created the book. And it's supposed to symbolize, you know, the five years of working on that book, but also the five years of my life during that time. I've met some, just some great people and some big inspirations, you included. And 
And um, I've learned a lot about myself that, you know, and changed a lot. I mean, Ash, if you were to know me back in high school, I was a different person. You know, I was very quiet, very we to myself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely opened up a lot, especially with like, you know, Portugal and everything. But, you know, it's just to uh, show that growth. And then on the uh, other side, I have a symbol in my arm that's contained in a box, which is an old rune symbol, which means um, through chaos comes destruction. But through that destruction, a new path is built. And that's one of the things that I kept on doing is that I kept on ruining and ruining and ruining. And finally, after this relationship, after ruining it once again, it was kind of like no more. Like, otherwise, I'm going to keep destroying those, you know, those relationships. So I got it to remind myself. That's why it's in the box, not to be that person anymore. Mm. Yeah, sometimes we get tattoos. I remember the first tattoos I got. Um, it was it was like, you know, to learn a life lesson that I kept hitting a wall and I was like okay this is fucking bullshit like I need something on me like a note you know like a memento <laughs> and yeah sometimes you know I was incredibly weak-minded and you know I think we all are at all times um, and it's kind of good to be in that vulnerable state but um, yeah like when I first got that's when sometimes it's funny when people get like regrettable tattoos but and I don't regret mine it was just it was there for a lesson to be like a, a part of the roadmap you know like oh okay I was there at this town and uh and now I've moved on from there you know but yeah yeah sometimes you know tattoos are interesting so yeah well, that's, what, you know, like, that's what I was saying that you know I'm not going to get any stupid stuff on me, like about. stuff that doesn't mean anything like I want all these like I like I was telling you, like, you know, my left arm will be um, all life lessons, probably through like symbols and signs and stuff. Um, and then on my right arm will be all of my, uh, my projects and kind of that visual journey that I've been on to get to this point. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like I kind of, you know, I want to tell the story through them. And I want people to look at them and kind of be able to follow that story if they can. Yeah. Yeah, man. Instead of just putting like Yosemite Sam on my arm or something. Like, mm -hmm. Dude, there's some both of them. Boba Fett on my thigh. <laughs> dude, Boba You put why would you put him on your thigh? You put him on your shaft, dude. <laughs> Give some respect to this fucking the guy that only says two lines in all of the, the, thir the three hour of the three three films, you know. Have Obi be the dent. <laughs> what have Obi Wan be the dent? What did you say? Have the hole in the penis be the dent in the helmet. Ah, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Dude, that would be the worst pain ever. Like your dick tattooed. Uh, yeah. The equivalent is like a woman. That's not gonna happen. I would hate. But, that'd be like, it's like horrible war crime no. shit. Just the needle would go right through. Oh my god, it would just be a big bloody like pile of. God, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's get deep into that. Let's get deep into that. No, let's not do that. Sorry. <laughs> I I digress. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you're talking about like, you know, um Yeah, um the relationship. You were in love and then um with your ex and then you keep projecting like all these like and, and just, uh, Yeah, like you know, like I just I don't know, um you know, I don't wanna get too deep into the past, but you know, I just I have trouble uh, just getting really close to people now because I'm afraid that, you know, simply put, they'll hurt me or <clears throat> they'll screw me over. You know, like I've been fucked over by a lot of business people. I've been, you know, fucked over by friends. 
Um, you know, I've told you stories of how I've helped people only to get pretty much spit back in my face. And it's just like, I, the more that happens, unfortunately, the less I want to do it and the less I want to care that much and just be like, you're on your own. And it sucks because there's some good people out there that do deserve it, you know, yeah. like my ex and I can't tell anymore. So it's something that I've been trying to just harness and handle and, uh, you know, I miss her to death and uh, I wish, she, you know, it can work out again, you know, hopefully soon. But for right now, I think I need this Danny time just to uh, to grow up and um, D time, dude. So straight up D time. Yeah, you know, like, I, yeah, I don't want to be this person. This year was really about me. It wasn't really about art. I didn't paint this much this year, I've noticed. And I think this year was just about figuring out who I am so I can hopefully next year be like, okay, now as I get older, I can master it. And I'm not going to be, you know, moping around and be like, oh, man, I'm sad because of this little problem. You know, like, I want to be able to handle this stuff. As you, I think you realize that it's not necessarily about the art or just doing. It's more about, like discovering who you are like you said you know like it you know you just discovering like what makes you tick you know and what's the the point of the things that you do you know the reasons the reasons behind it way that they go back it? if there is no love or inspiration yeah 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 well I mean, so, that's what that's for you and your perspective you know some people just get off on just you know sitting around drawing you know like that's i mean i used to be like that i don't get that as much anymore I think it's because you take it too seriously, though, you know? Yeah, you gotta, uh, for sure. You got to be cautious of that, you know? Like, I'm the same way, where it's like, I love something so much that I hate it. It's right? Like, uh, it's the worst, yeah. Yeah, like, I did that. I drew these, like, four Gabriel sketches the other week. Paintings that would have been so fun and so cool to do, and, like, stuff that I would have loved, but I started painting in the face, and I'm like, I don't want to work on this anymore, because I know it's not going to live up to what I see, and I just close it and delete it. And I'm like, well, what am I doing? I used to be able to draw him no matter what, and just be like, I love it, I'm going to keep going. He was the only character that I could draw and be happy with. Mm. It's like, you know, like, now I feel like art's becoming almost a chore, and I'm starting to get scared. And that's, <laughs> you know, like, I have to switch it up. That's why I've been kind of messing around. And, uh, Your styles and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I have something really cool planned that I haven't really talked about to anyone. I mean, I think it's cool. Good for you. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's a fun style that really been experimented with. I really think that it could be something really fun to do, but um, I want to save it for another book. So I've been trying to practice with that in my free time, but uh, it's weird. Like, I almost kind of want to do client stuff right now because I can just shut off my brain and draw. And you want to do clay, you said? No, client. Oh, client stuff. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, like I'm, I'm actually going down to take a meeting to work on some project tomorrow. For some reason, I'm excited about it, even though like I don't really want to do freelance. I think it's just because it's, it gives me a reason to draw without putting in that personal side, without getting attached. Sure. I think maybe that's what I'm right now. It's weird. Well, it's you like got to look at yourself as like these balancing, like you have like a pendulum swing, you know, and when you push yourself too hard for one spot, you like have to go back to the other side, you know? So you got to yeah. be cautious of like the pendulum swing because yeah, because of especially how you're propelled, you're propelled emotionally. And, um, like if you push the pendulum too, too hard to one side, then you have to deal with like all these other things. And then, um, you know, vice versa, you know, it's like the exchange rate of energy, you know, so. Of course. And I also think that if, if LMS were to come out and it did well, that would definitely push me and inspire me to get back on that. Well, of and course, you know, it'll open up all those doors in my brain and go like oh there they are just just dude just for all of our sake don't 
don't push don't put too much pressure on yourself and like th things that you can't necessarily control you know like just because it'll destroy you you know like don't let it don't be one of those guys that you know like allows themselves to fail like you know just like let it be you know have you talked to anthony lately uh yeah i just hung out with him actually um yeah you know but we didn't really have we didn't get a chance to have like a one-on-one -on -one as much but um bromance talk yeah we're gonna have one soon because i'm gonna look at his project but uh um yeah no actually i did i had a, a little deep phone call with him and um he kind of woke me up as well he's got a great perspective on a lot of this stuff i think we're talking about a guy an artist a friend of ours named anthony jones he's super nice guy and really talented and been trying to get him on the podcast for a while so he could share all the good vibes with you guys but he said he wanted to say hello by the way damn right yeah. he did <laughs> sexy bastard <laughs> no that, that was the same because he usually has like really cool like good ways of like approaching these kind of things so he, it's not like a horrible like painful experience or whatever so uh, aj's great yeah not as well wow but yeah i know like back to the whole like girlfriend thing i think that uh dude no let's talk about aj <laughs> no, screw that guy yeah. anyways back to my I'm doing fine <laughs> no, uh, no, it just, uh, no no like you know it's just I think Portugal was one of those life changing experiences in, in terms of what it taught me on the way back and um, so kind of can you because I feel like I'm still in the dark here with these things and maybe the people are listening so I know you don't want to tell details um, so you were out Port Portugal and then like you had a big argument or something to break up and then yeah. so and i don't want i don't think it's fair for you or the person that was involved to get into those details but um but Let's i'm just say that it was an argument that i was to blame for okay and um you know there was nothing like what each other did it was just what we what i wasn't doing you know and i wasn't it was the same thing that i've i mean uh, i'm gonna say this part is that Sometimes I suck at being a boyfriend and it's not because like I'm cheating or doing this or that or it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's just the way my brain works. Sometimes I just don't put in the effort and it's not because like I'm sitting here and I'm conscious about it. It's really like, I just get too involved with what I'm working on or doing that. I just become forgetful and, and I've done this before to one of my exes where I lose sight of what's going on and I become too obsessed with what I should be doing or this or that. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I paid the price for that. And I lost someone that was really dear to me. And um, you know, if, if one thing, it just, it shows you know how important those people are and how you can't, you know, uh, take advantage of that. Yeah, you, uh, like, you can't, yeah. You know, be cautious of those things. You know, and it's like, I kind of just got that, uh, that final no and it sucks. So right now I'm trying to, you know, better myself and not be that person anymore and i think i needed to you know feel that you know like that's a whole tattoo again it's like you know i had to have that chaos now that destruction and now i'm giving you know my next chance really? so better swing. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're coming back from the other side yeah, yeah because that seems like i don't know if you realize it but like with your life and the way that we've talked about a lot of your progression it seems like it like goes one way and then it swings right back you know and it usually is forced it's it's pushed on by your own desires and needs and put in and and uh you know like you i don't know whether you see it or not or you know like, no no i do i totally even um even stefan was saying that 
he was like, you know, he's like, you know, you're always going to be okay. That it's always going to work out in the end because, you know, that's just what we do. We make sure that we cover each other and we back each other up. And I was like, I know, but it's like, it's getting to that point, you know, and that's the part that sucks. It's that weight. Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm like, it's been, we can now go into where I'm at now. Um, and cause I, I kind of want to show people that even though they may think it, I'm not invincible at all. <laughs> and I still have a lot of problems. And uh, it's been a rough couple of months. They just, I don't know. Like I get a, a lot of like, I get a lot, a lot of people think I don't check messages at all. Sometimes like on Facebook or emails and I try to, I don't have the time to reply to all of them. Obviously I'm sure you get the same thing. It's like, yeah. you can't reply to every single one of them just because there's not enough time in the day and you have to be able to do your own thing. But, uh, yeah, you have to exist in order for people to actually care. So yeah, exactly. But some people think that they're like, Oh man, like, you know, because of LMS, you're probably like, you know, probably have like a ton of money and like a really big place. Which, like, which he nah. does. He does. Like, you know, like, he's a millionaire. He's <laughs> yeah. just fucking with us all. No. He's all, he's like, he rents out an office space just to yeah. act like it. he's got a movie set. It's all a movie yeah. set. <laughs> That'd be so fucked up if that was the truth. I'm actually like a billionaire. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you no. folded us all. That was like, no, like, it's like, I definitely was lucky, but that's not how it is all the time. You know, it's not like I'm just sitting here on piles of money. It's, a lot of debt has had to been paid to get to this point. I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still paying it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna get into detail literally because I can't because of an NDA. But, um, you know, I had to pay a big debt to make sure that LMS could survive. You know, Stefan and I both did. And, um, you know, it's just, but anyways, going back to where I'm at now, um, coming back from Portugal, like I had to move out right after and it was just so sudden that I didn't really get a chance to look for a place. So, you know, like I had to just kind of couch, I'm just couch surfing right now. Um, I'm staying at the office really late hours working. I got my cat who's the love of my life that, you know, was told that he could pass away at any moment. It's like, you know, like you have all these things, you know, work is sometimes slow during the holidays. I'm waiting on LMS to see if it's gonna work out, the breakup. You know, I had a business partner that was working with us that ended up leaving out of nowhere. Um, and it was just all these things just piling up one after the other, plus a lot of other personal stuff that I want to talk about really, because it's a little too dark. And, you know, it was just like one thing after the other. And I was talking to, uh, you know, Dave Raposa about it, uh, another amazing artist for you guys to check out. You're and you know, he was telling me, he was, like, he was like, this is just life, you know, and this yeah, is the life. People usually give up. You know, it's like that breaking point. This is life throwing everything that it can at you to be like, are you strong enough? Do you really want it? Yeah, do you want no. exactly? Yeah. yeah, and it was like, I started thinking about it and I'm like, if I were to give up now, I'd be going back on everything that I've talked about to all these people that watch me and all these shows that I've done like, you know, presentations at, all of what I've said would be for nothing. And, you know, like I can either take these problems in and feel pain and allow my body to overwhelm that and grow from it or I can sit here and complain on Facebook and not do a thing. And I was like, you know what? Like I, I can't, like I have to, I have to stay strong. I have to keep my chin up and I have to keep working. And that's what I've been doing. You know, I've just been pushing and pushing and I take these walks and I think to myself and you know, it's like, you know, you're, you're human, but you know, you're not unbreakable. Like you can keep doing this. You can keep, you know, just stay positive and keep you're pushing. You're the only one in history to ever deal with these situations oh, yeah. and feelings, you know? The more you reach out and start to discover it, like 
all your heroes have dealt with it. People that oh, yeah. you admire have dealt. With it. Like, you know, that's what people like, literally people attract themselves like, to. Yeah. I'm not saying that like, yeah, but I'm like, I'm not saying like I'm the only one with problems. I'm no, just saying that, that like, uh, yeah, like you know, like well, some people get that way where they're like, do you think you're the only one? I'm like, no. No, no, that's not it. I'm just that's yeah. not yeah. I'm just yeah, saying that like, you'll get yeah. that you'll get that solitude from like realizing that. Oh yeah, you know, I know. Just... Oh yeah, like you know, I was even telling Justin the other day because you know, like we're starting up the company with Stefan and everything, but we're stressing out back and forth because we have to do this and pay for this and that, and it's just like all added up. And like we were getting to that breaking point, and then we both looked outside, and you can see a homeless man laying on the ground, like trying to hold onto a fence as she's just passed out, and it's like the sun's burning on him. And it kind of just puts everything into perspective. And it's like, what are we complaining about? Like, you could be that guy right there. And, you know, you don't know his story. You don't know what he's gone through. But we have a roof over our head. We have pets. We have drinks in our fridge. We have food. These are just problems. And we can get over this. And we can work towards the goal. And I think that's all it is. It's just realizing that and not letting it crush you. And it really brought me back to the LMS days of laying down in bed and going, this book is not going to work. It's gonna fail. Everyone's gonna fucking hate it, and it's gonna be a laughing matter. And then waking up the next morning, going, okay, then make it good, and just keep going, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and just trust in yourself. And that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to, you know, trust myself again. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, and a lot of this stuff is just gonna be based on your own steam, whether you like how bad you want it, and what you're gonna do with it, and how you're gonna learn the lessons, and how hard you're gonna hurt yourself, and allow yourself to get hurt and stuff. So. You know, it's all, it's like, you know, it's all up to you and your choices that you'd like to make for your own self. You know, it's going to be, you know, as you're going to be the only, only one to fulfill all these, like, you know, issues or not issues, but these, these dreams and these goals, you know, so yeah, 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 which is, which is like daunting and scary, but at the same time, a lot of fun. I thought it was really interesting. That's why I sent you that podcast with Mike on it because I felt like it was really interesting to hear. Like when he said he wanted to get in comic books, he was like, he's just like, I just want to ink, you know, like if I can just ink, that's okay. So he said it's like, which is really weird. Like for me, it's like I always like to set myself, my goals really high, but I have to always be cautious of like the backlash of the best book, blah, blah, blah. And then like feel that like it wasn't the best and then feel so hurt from like me failing, you know? Yeah. Because that's a real, it's a real hard thing when you are at the end of the day and you're just facing yourself and you're like, I didn't, I didn't succeed. Like I didn't do what I set out to do, like at the level that I was aiming for. You know, like it's, it hurts. You know, so it's like, but it, what I was gonna say from the thing I learned from that, and there's a couple other really good like Japanese um, artists that I was finding like specials on that I sent you to. I don't know if you got a chance to see them. They're great, but they were dealing with a similar and because their schedules are so crazy because they're drawing so much like they literally live it but they draw they like they draw for like 18 hours a day for like seven years or something like that like some crazy amount of time and uh, anyways like um just like their whole their whole journey and their paths and like the struggles that they face daily with the creativity and just keeping things going and like keeping the audience happy and stuff it's like it never fucking ends dude like it only ends when you say like fuck it i'm over it you know but it's but your choice of like how far you're willing to go down into the rabbit hole like I well think. yeah and that's what i've like been trying to... were you there yeah i'm here oh sorry you kept on going in and out um so she said oh, that was so fucking good damn <laughs> that was perfect uh, that was... i only get a couple of those a month so sorry i had to get it yeah. that's what she said one more time i'd see i have to man uh, so uh, <laughs> it's an itch I can't not scratch. I can't remember. What I, oh no, 
you know, like I was going for a walk today actually, and I was thinking, I was like, is the rest of my life going to be working on LMS or will I come up with other ideas? Will I continue to write other books or will LMS really be my sole focus? And is that something I'm okay with? Like, is this story something that's going to stay with me until I'm like in my forties, you know? And like, like, is that a story worth telling that like I really want to get out there to the world mm. or is there some that will be better? Like, will I pass it off down, you know? And it's like, how long do I continue to talk about this and do art for this? And, uh, you know, and continue to fulfill those needs for people that do enjoy the book. So I definitely, you know, have contemplated what I really want to, you know, push myself forward with and how long I want to stick around for it. Yeah. Like if it's worth it or not. Yeah, what did you get out of that? Quiet down, cat. We're having a serious <laughs> conversation. No, you're in it. No. I'm not trying to get a piece of this podcast. I'm a yeah. selfish kitty. Wrapped in a bag right now. Um, Naturally. I don't know. Like I, LMS is definitely the world I can connect with the most. I know all the characters like the back of my hand. I know the world, you know, city by city. Like I just, I feel very comfortable in that world because I think that it's driven from my inspiration and my you know childhood. So it's stuff that's easy to connect to. But it's also about like life lessons and everything. I mean, every one of the stories that I'm going to tell about the people that Gabriel goes after all have to deal with that fear. So let's say it's about some, you know, like one of the characters in the group that he's going after when she was younger, she was like abused by her mom's boyfriend and like ended up taking revenge on him and blah, blah, blah. So um, like when you see that, you're like, oh, she's a villain and blah, blah, blah. But when he goes after her, half of that volume will be about Gabriel going after, hunting her down and then fighting her. But then the other half will be about how she got there. And turned into that character. So yeah. like you're actually like taught a little lesson within the story as well. And you know, like I talk about those subjects about, you know, like, you know, uh, abusive fathers or one of the characters is a drug addict, so I talk about that. Um, you know, one of the characters is, you know, has a schizophrenia. It's like each one of these fears that are delicate subjects I fully open up and get into. So it's like there's a lot that I want to really dive into with LMS. It's it's really kind of like a commentary just on where we're at right now. But like, again, where you're at, right? Personally. Yeah, yeah. Personal, like, yeah. Well, I wasn't ever, I don't want people to think I was abused by my dad, but <laughs> now I'm like, you know, like it has happened in, you know, like my family to someone. So it's like that stuff I want to identify and talk about and just use the whole visual side of LMS as kind of like a template. And, sure. you know, like, I, I, I could think it could be fun. I'm excited. I'm actually really excited to get stuff out there because on top of all of that, there's a way for the fans to interact in a way that I don't think has really been done in comics. So. Yeah, you're, I like those ideas, too. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah it'll be fun. I'm here, but I have something Let's really talk good. about it in detail on the podcast. <laughs> you just spoil the whole thing. <laughs> no, I would never do that. No. Uh, but I, I'm definitely excited about that. Which is so, uh, yeah. so, do you, so do you feel like you you'd be you would be cool doing this stuff for you know another you know 20 years or oh yeah i mean i think i'll you know like the the world will always be in my head i don't think that's going anywhere um do you project I, out I, that far away do you project like you know this is where i'm going to be at this far along do you uh, do that or Kind of. I mean, like, the best part about LMS is that I already know my ending. I, I know that it's the ending that I will always stick with because it's the only way that it really can end. Um, so that's good. 
it's just about getting to that point and you know learning those steps and um that's the fun part and i think that's what i'll start to discover as i write it um i mean even with the last year or so that i've had thinking about it every day i have constructed now a script that finally feels this is it i mean for the people that don't know i've written 16 i think uh versions of the first volume which is like six issues six to ten usually and they're all different stories and finally this is the one that feels like this is it this cool. is the story i want to tell and um it's exciting i'm glad to get it out yeah that's it's, good dude that's good I, it's, it's it's a little uh gabriel throws some punches um but it's like i've it's stuff that you I've know you got to be entertained dude come on man we need, oh, no. some, we need some blood it's, it's bro <laughs> there's definitely blood i mean yeah it's it's kind of shitting on all the other superheroes out there <laughs> but you know like that's the whole not mess with batman bro don't mess with oh no no gabriel likes that don't mess with batman um where's now, mr gordon <laughs> yeah the fun thing about gabriel is that he's kind of he's the audience and he's the the character that i get to speak all these things through and make fun of all this stuff through I mean, you know, <clears throat> the ads that I've done for LMS have all kind of been spitting on the been there, done that stuff. And um, that's what I want to do. Like, I'm sick of seeing the same old, same old. So I wanted to introduce a character that's kind of, like, I don't know. One guy said it perfectly. There was a comment on a picture of Gabriel, the Comic-Con cover. And he was like, this guy should be the, like, you know, if there was an internet as a character, this would be him. I was like, that's perfect. That's Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel's like the world you know he's everyone combined into one person but he's doing what everyone wants it to be done you know he's not happy with the government he hates reality stars he hates the shitty pop stars he hates where the government is headed he hates politics he's not happy with what has happened to his country while he's been gone and while he's been locked up and when he comes out he's just like what did you guys do you guys ruined this place and i'm going to take it back and i'm going to change it so it's going to be fun to play around with that Nice, nice. Pretty much got, you get to make fun of everything that's going on now. Yeah, well, it's in your Black Mirror yet, like I told you to. What's up? Have you watched Black Mirror yet? Have you watched it? Black Mirror? Yeah, the show. Oh, no, no, you told me to bed nine. You son of a bitch. Okay. It's fucking awesome. You'll love it. Like, okay. There's, okay. there's six episodes, and it's awesome. So good. There's three of them are on Vimeo, I think, which is great. It's Black Mirror. It's awesome, um, but it's it, the writer from that has a lot of really interesting um, similarities to what you're talking about with just kind of his viewpoints on the world. It's very, it could be very so cool because it's a it's a like a really interesting realistic view um, that that guy brings to it. It's not about like you know hover cars and that kind of shit. It's more about like the interesting psychological interactions that we have within our technologies but then how we interact with one another which is just like it's a it's a mind fuck because of what's happening to our species and just it's interesting it's just uh, you know i'm not gonna sell any more than that but anybody that's listening to this that likes like thought-provoking shit like seriously go watch that it's like the best show other than breaking bad I don't so even say anything. check it out um i was gonna say yeah. something bad about <laughs> a show but i'll stop <laughs> No, you know, like, that's what I wanted to do was, you know, talk about that stuff that could probably get you in trouble for talking about, but, you know, do it through the eyes of Gabriel and the fake government and all that. Yeah, yeah, okay. And you feel like, um, like, you feel, how close do you feel like you're, you are to kind of completing, 
in your head you said you already have the end the end goal or the end kind of oh yeah and i mean lms will probably be about 10 volumes um each with like five to ten issues if everything goes right um and uh the first one's the introduction where pretty much gabriel begins the war and then the second and then up till the 10th or 11th will be about him going after each member of pandemonium but then like you know, like I said, it's not just about Gabriel fighting people. It's like the story really opens up, and it gets it gets cool, it gets fun. So, uh, like I said, I can't wait. I want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, don't spoil it. But I mean, <clears throat> if you're having fun with it, and, and your audience will as well, you know. So. Yeah, I think the fans will like it. So, what's your what are your things with this? Like, so how does it go? So, if if the book goes well through you know sales and stuff, and then Dark Horse goes, you know, okay, we're gonna pimp your ass out and and make some. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, they pretty much just, like I said, want to see how the book does. We'll know by next month when it comes out. Yeah. Um, judging by what I've heard, it's doing well. So there's a good there's a good sign we'll see a comic. Awesome. Um, and I have to thank everyone that has supported the book, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Um, yeah, you know, thank all your fans, the, dude. Yeah, thank you guys for supporting it this far. I mean, especially the ones that have been there since literally the beginning. I mean, you've been on a journey with me, so I couldn't have done it without you guys. Um, yeah, because it started off with like some <clears throat> just some random shit on on DeviantArt or something, right? Yeah, no, I just started with random characters, and then someone one day was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "I don't know, LMS." And they're like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "Last man standing." They're like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I just—it <laughs> wasn't until I designed Gabriel up against that wall with those candies coming out, where, uh, yeah, when I was like, "Whoa, okay, what is this?" And then that's when I knew I had something. And uh, I brought Stefan down. And I told him, "Hey, I want to make a book." And the rest is history. Whoa. I just there. I got your show. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Don't say that, dude. <laughs> um, For the record, I did not send him anything. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, but you know, like it just yeah, it started really. I don't know. I think that's why I turned it into what it is because what? <laughs> why are you laughing? It's. I can't say, bro. I can't say, man. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. No. Uh, okay. You can cut me out. Um, no, <laughs> just, you know, like, I, yeah, no, like, I, I don't know. I keep going back to that. I'm glad you brought that up because the more I think about it, I wish I had that feeling. Like, I, I was telling Justin the other day, I was like, man, because he was, like, working on this robot. He's like, I'm, I'm having such a good time on this. I'm like, I haven't had that in so long where like I loved what I was doing and not loved where I was like, oh man, I'm the shit and this is so great. But you you know that feeling when you're drawing something and you're just so happy while you're doing it. Yeah, that you're, you're, like, you're you do that thing where at least I do it or what I take a break and I stand up and I just look at it and then I just have this huge like shit eating grin on my face and I walk away, I go back, I'm like, oh man, I love this, this is so fun. Like I, I pine for that and I haven't had that in such a long time. And it's like, I hope I can get there again soon. It's probably because you have all these fucking mental barriers, man, that you're giving and creating yourself with all that. And if you, oh, yeah, for sure. if you don't no, give yourself more realistic. Yeah, no doubt. Like, it's just, you know, I've been trying to, like, break that mold. I don't want to be that. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to be that. I want to have fun again. I want to, like, you know, do be, you know that feeling when you can't go to bed because you keep painting? And, like, you want to, when you wake up, you just run over your computer and you open it back up. And you're like, oh, still cool. And then you keep on painting. Yeah. Like, I need that. And it's hard. I can't just do it I, mean, I can't switch on my brain like that unfortunately i have to find that um find that inspiration and unfortunately but fortunately i, I think i've told you this is that i usually get that out of uh, out of those dark moments and those like you know heartbreaking moments you know lms was created because i was tired of being worked to death by an asshole 
and you know it, it brought me to my breaking point uh redemption was created right after a breakup with my girlfriend of five and a half years um pop culture was you know when my ex and i first split up and i was you know we're in a really dark place so it's like all these things come out of you know these depressing moments and i don't know why that is but um you know i try not to question and just allow it i guess you can look at it like that yeah you know it's like it's all about what your perceptions are just be cautious of like what's fueling you you know like if, if you if you're like one of those tragic like it gets to an end there comes there comes a point right where you gotta decide like okay like i want to have a good life or i want to have like a shitty life you know like i want to experience like certain things you know and, and and that all becomes a choice right a choice of risk like how much you're willing to take and who you're willing to take with and all that kind of stuff because you know like life is if, if you look at it it's it, there's it's easy like to, to look at it half empty you know but it's it's up to you while you're here to make that choice you know the quality at which you live you know like there's so many really brilliant creative minds go, you know, personally, I think that you can go both ways and I think you can't have pain without the, the good, you know, like it's not, that's stupid to even think about, but I think there's a choice, like you can make a choice to have a quality of life that like is worth, you know, living for, you know, like just even simple stuff, like, like you said, like taking a walk, like that's something that maybe somebody that's listening might be dealing with exactly the same things as you, not in the same position, but they don't take a walk, you know? And giving yourself that like just that moment of clarity could be so significant for you you know yeah. and so key to, we are based off of like you know hundreds of choices throughout the day and our mind is just a, a choice making machine it's like all day it's spinning you know just working with us and trying to decide like okay do i need to take a shit yeah i need to make a choice to go walk down and fucking sit on a toilet you know <laughs> as simple as that or do i need to like contemplate life and reassess like you know the damages that i'm bringing on upon myself you know so <clears throat> yeah and i think like you know like you're right like when i uh when my last ex and i broke up i would go on those you know those walks to get over it and those are your best moments where like everything literally shuts off for me i can just think to myself you know like because i i would do that thing where i was like maybe it's me maybe i'm the problem you know like maybe she isn't we aren't working out because i did something and then the more walks that i took the more I started to realize it's not you. Like you're not doing anything wrong, actually. You're actually just being a normal person. It's her. And you know, it, it really woke me up. And um, you know, I think they're good. I tell everyone, I'm like, go for a walk, you know, take a minute to yourself just to breathe, you know, listen to some music, detach yourself, and uh, you'll come out on the other side, you know, with a with a new view on it. That's another thing that's important to remember, like where that inner child is and never lose it, you know. It's a shame when you lose that, you know. Oh no, I don't think that'll ever get number one. Always be that dork. Yeah, but you were saying like how you kind of lose touch with that like feeling of like that was so much fun or that was a like oh. I can't wait to get back to it, you know. So I know more so just with my art. I haven't touched it, but always love, always love back. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> I watched like a behind the scenes for that. It's so good, that animated series. Anyways, before we get too far off there, um, we have like, I don't know, like another 20 or so minutes. Like, I want to make sure we touch on some of the questions that your fans were asking you. And... Good. Why don't you just throw them at me and then I'll just answer. All right. Get ready for them. Throwing them. Um, uh, what was looking back at your career the defining moment that made you decide to create your own content? So, what was like, there was a moment, right? 
Yeah. It was like what when that guy was being a total douche. Yeah, he was uh, threatening, you know, and um, like how so? Uh, more than likely he's listening. Rub my back. Yeah, more than likely he's listening because he does stalk. I know that for a fact. So, so say listening. his name, call him out. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bitch? <laughs> I know you are. Cause I know you're listening right now. But everybody that knows you knows who this person is. No, I'm joking. I don't know. I have no clue. No, I just got to a breaking point where I was like, you know, I don't, I, I just, I was being treated like shit. And I was like, you know, I'm not getting the respect that I want. And I've always been kind. And it got to a point where I was just like, this is how it works with me a lot when I ever, I did freelance. Like I did, I used to do a lot of freelance back in the day. And I was never happy with how I was being treated. You know, it was just like, Maybe because they weren't well-paying jobs, so they didn't feel like they had to be nice or whatever. I don't know. It was just weird. And, um, you know, I worked on a couple of movies, and that didn't feel right for me. So I uh, just one day, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make my own book. And uh, like I told you earlier, I sound like a broken record, but I didn't expect it to turn into what it is. And now, you know, I don't, not that I don't have to do that stuff, but not as much as I once had to. You know, I can now focus on my own projects, which is an amazing feeling. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. So that was it. It was like the deciding factor. Yeah. So, yeah. um, another guy was asking or girl, I'm sorry. I don't know who's what, but, um, cause I, I grabbed a bunch of them off the prior to this podcast. Uh, Danny has like a hundred million people that focus on everything he does on Facebook. So he, he, and he told everybody we're doing this. So they all like add, asked a bunch of questions. Some were silly, some were really great and to the point. So, and I tried to go through them, <clears throat> give each one of them a chance. So, um, how many other ideas uh, for IPs did you go through before concluding LMS was the one to tackle? We kind of touched on that a little bit actually. So, but you can kind of, I don't know. How many IPs did I get through? Uh, none really. It was yeah. kind of just, I mean, LMS was really the first IP that I ever created. Um, you know, it just, it kind of came to me and I just went with it. I just trusted it and allowed it to grow. And, um, you know, it just eventually grew legs and grew a soul and became what it is today. Uh, from there, I started coming up with my own ideas, you know, like more ideas and more means because I felt more confident in my storytelling abilities. Um, and yeah, you know, like it wasn't really an epiphany or anything. It was just kind of, this is it. And I'm going to go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like a feel thing, so a natural, natural occurrence, and it's like you're drawing, and then boom, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, another guy was asking about like, um, how do you really establish like your true fans? Like, how do you, <clears throat> how do you go about making something like that happen with you? For like, just, I, like, is there uh, traits that a, a fan? like alludes to that you were like oh you like you get it is it something that somebody says or something that like it connects to you personally on a more like connection like a higher connection or something i'll give you a perfect fan to me and i remy really he's just looking to make noise right now i'm talking right? <laughs> uh, a true fan who i don't i don't like saying fans really because it feels like almost like not like they're below me but it's just like it's i like to call them just like friends or followers even and like i say that because i've become friends with a lot of the people that would be called fans 
And um, one of them, I'm going to give a shout out to my friend, Mickey. Um, you know, he was a fan of LMS at first. And then, you know, one day he added me on Xbox and we started playing games. Now I consider him like one of my best friends. Um, he's an awesome guy. I've never even met the guy. You know, he lives in Virginia, but he's just, he's very supportive, super supportive of everything I do, but also smart, comes up with some cool ideas and suggestions that I've taken and used, you know, like on characters or this or that, just because they're cool ideas. And, um, you know, he's always been, you know, very nice and uh, funny as hell, probably one of the funniest guys I know. And, um, you know, like that's like a true fan to me, someone that can be themselves and they don't try to impress you know, like that's one thing I don't like is when someone goes out of the way to try and impress you. Yeah, or, you can tell. Yeah, like or do like similar jokes to you because they feel like they can do that. Like I had one guy get a little too comfortable and started making fun of my family. And yeah. I was like, I don't know who you are, you know, care enough about you for you to make fun of my family. Yeah. So, you know, like that's when people need to kind of chill out. Um, <laughs> some, yeah, you know, like some much. some fans sometimes get a little like again too comfortable with the things they say and I think they lose sight. Um, you know, especially it's like weird when they start off following your work and then you start talking to them and then they start like criticizing everything you do, even if it's not art related. And it's like, dude, like, I don't know you that well, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. but you know, you get some amazing people that you do talk to and they're just, just it's like, like a fisher's net, you know, it's like you get, yeah. you get everything. And if you throw a net out there, you know, which is basically what the internet is, you know, so. Yeah. You know, you know, like, I've met like there's some amazing couples that I've met on Facebook that are just like they they're both following my work and they just want to do anything they can to support me and just like you know like talk about it and just be super cool and I'm like <clears throat> um, Comic Con was a prime example this is one of those moments where I kind of woke up uh, and realized you can't judge a book by its cover but um, this one guy walks up to us and I hope he's listening because I want to I know I, I felt bad at first and then he ended up being awesome. Um, he walks up and you know, he's like a good looking dude. He's got a hot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Where's this going? What time was this? Is this like, confidence you know, I'll have this hotel down the street, you know, like no strings attached. I have confidence in my sexuality. He no, was, I'm just fucking with you. It's, it's he was a handsome guy and he had a hot girlfriend. But he was like one of those guys that just didn't look like a guy I would ever hang out with. He was like, you know, like covered in tattoos and like just like one of those cool looking guys. And I was like, okay, I'm like, what does this guy want? And he kept on like kind of like waving me down, kind of like a like to get my attention, but it didn't look like he was interested in anything that I was doing. Mm. So I was kind of like, what's up? And like he was just like, hey. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, um, he's like, I'm a big fan. I've been like waiting around for you because I wanted you to sign this poster for me. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, he came over. I signed the poster. And he's like, by the way, he's like, um, I just want to tell you, I've I've been following you, like, for a really long time. I bought your first heavy metal edition of LMS. I bought the Comic-Con one. And then I just pre-ordered your new one coming out. And I wanted to get the Comic-Con edition of this one, too. Wow. He's like, yeah. an artist. But uh, I just support you. And if there's any way that I can help you fulfill your dream, then I want to do that for you. And then, like, just right there, I froze. And I was like... I'm like here and I like started grabbing all these posters for him and his girlfriend for free and I signed all of them uh, I was like thank you so much I'm like you know like that's like one of the coolest things you could have said to me and like blah 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 and we like talked for a while I was like please stay in touch and this and that and he's like yeah by all means and like they left and they you know said thank you 
when they left, I turned to my cousin Nick and I was like, that right there meant more than any book purchase. Like seeing that type of dedication to someone that they don't even know or haven't even met. And the fact that they want to fulfill like one of my dreams, like that means the world to me. Like that's a fan. That's a follower. That's like a friend to me. When yeah, you get yeah. that, you're your friend. You're not a fan. Anymore. Yeah, you're lucky if you can get that out of this experience. Yeah, yeah. Cause... Yeah, and like people like that are the reason why I keep doing what I'm doing, and like I hope that I'm setting a good example and like you know allowing others that thought that it couldn't be possible to think, wow, like I can do this, and that's the whole point. That yeah. means more than money. Yeah, you're big on like being close with all the people though too. Like you're, you I know it's to be... at times, but. I can't help it. Like, it blows you know, like, up on you too. But I think it's also just like it fuels you. It's like that whole, like you think that we talked about the insecurity thing, you know, from like the dad stuff, you know, it's like, like you, you thrive on it, you know, just like as, as most all artists do, you know, like you thrive off that like feed of energy acceptance or that like, you know, just, just in general, like, you know, like I remember drawing as a kid in, in, in school, like, like that was my thing. I was the guy that could draw, you know, and it was like, it'd give me attention that I couldn't get like, was cause I wasn't not necessarily, I wasn't athletic. I just didn't really care for sports. And so like, you know, instead of doing like sports and getting a touchdown or something, like I'll just draw like some dude, like getting his head punched off or something and be like, Oh, that's cool. You know, like, and that, that, that little kid thing still sticks with me now, you know, like, and I think I see it within you as well. I see it within a lot of artists, you know? Yeah, for sure it's cool it's a, it's an interesting thing you know but it's interesting like i think it's just key to key to understand like where all this stuff comes from you know like where and where it goes you know like man perhaps i overanalyze everything way too much um but i just i just i really enjoy like understanding like the process of things you know like i like to deconstruct everything just to see like how things were made so i don't know but that was cool so that's a to you a great fan is just a person that's just genuine and enjoys what you're doing and yeah i mean like you know I mean, that's like, that makes sense you know it kind of goes back and forth like i don't ever expect anyone to like i don't expect everyone to like lms you know like that's fine if you don't like lms by all means you know like there's a bunch of properties that i don't like but the thing is is that i i always tell people like you know if if you're not gonna like it that's cool but don't like attach me to that like you know like if you don't like it, you can't like me too like, you know, that's what I've always said is that, you know, like, I, I love artists, you know, like, I love all of them. I, I really don't have, like, Except any... Bob Ross, you hate that guy, dude. Who? You hate, you loathe Bob Ross. Oh, yeah, that guy. Dude, he <laughs> nah. kills, kills kittens, dude. He's an evil man. <laughs> Bob Ross is awesome. <laughs> no, it's just that, you know, like, I don't really have, like, beef with, like, any artists. Um, you know, like, I, I just, I think we're all in the same business together. We're all here to create and design and continue to allow this type of entertainment to people and uh, I think we should look at each other all as inspiration and not competition you know and just thrive off of that you know like I look at you uh, Ash and there's like there's tons of stuff that I'm jealous about that you're doing that I'm not doing or that you know I wish I could do but instead of being that guy that's like well then fuck that guy if he's gonna do it and I can't do it fuck him you know he sucks like I have a personality and you go like what can you learn from that and I look at you as this inspiration I look at AJ's inspiration I look at Repose as inspiration you know I have never once looked at you guys as like competition to go like well how can I better them like oh wait Ash is going to do this awesome shoot well fuck him you know like I'm going <laughs> to yeah I can say some people like feel like that you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's an like, insecurity thing people, yeah. you know, like, 
that talk shit on like LMS and stuff. And I'm like, what? What did I do to you? <laughs> like, I didn't do anything to you. Just yeah. because you like it doesn't mean you have to shit all over me. It's a quick shallow, uh, you know, like it's a quick shallow assessment, you know. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of lame because I'm like, you know, like I get along with a lot of people. I've never been once in a fight with anyone, like other than girlfriends and cats. Um, yeah, and my cats. No, but, like, I've never gotten in a fight with someone. I've never, like, really had any altercations with anyone. It's like, just talk to me. And I'm like, you know, like, I'm, I'm pretty chill when it comes to this type of stuff. And I, and I love to talk about, like, helping people get to this point. Like, you know, like, that's what Section 9 of my company is all about. It's about allowing that dream to come true for other artists, you know? Or, like, we're already talking to some big artists that want to bring IP over here. And I'm like, I'm freaking ecstatic about it because all I want to do is just allow myself to open that door for them. And then I'm like, it's all you now. Do your thing. Weta. Yeah. Pixar. Weta. Weta workshop. Yeah. This one New Zealand. Yeah. Sounds really horrible. Sorry to my buddies out there. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, of course you're you're super down with that stuff you know that's you're super approachable like you know that's why we may able to maintain like i try not i don't mean i don't it's not i don't try i try not to it's just that i naturally just don't allow like certain things in my life just because some people suck and so but uh there's a reason why we're homies and why you're on the podcast and why we're talking about all this stuff so you know it's it's good vibes dude you know we all need that stuff you know like i even i sometimes get like those like when i I message some artists sometimes um, that I'm not like, you know, either I'm not connected with them on Facebook or I've never seen their work before. Um, And I'll message them and I'll just send a nice message going like, hey, love your work, keep it up, inspiring. And they'll be like, oh man, Dan Levisi, I never thought you would like message me before. Like, I thought you were into that stuff. And I was like, do I give off that like vibe? (laughs) Like, you know, I I think it's just people like, I don't think you put out that personally. I I I was talking to AJ about that. I was like, I hope people don't see me like as like some asshole that doesn't want to talk to people no i don't think that at all yeah 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 i know like it's just like i I wouldn't think that i mean especially with how like active you are on everything you know so yeah no for sure so yeah no i i love connecting with artists i mean this those are the people are the closest to me you know i wish i had that as a kid you know like back when i was growing up art was kind of there wasn't really many people doing it so it's it's nice that the community is i think that's why i'm so attached to facebook is that the community is so strong now. Yeah, yeah. It's as strong as you allow it to be. And, and if you allow it to be, like, fully immersive, it gets pretty crazy, you know? Like, yeah, you can kind of almost socially live on the internet, which is, <clears throat> which I think is not, <clears throat> we're not necessarily there yet, but, you know, socially to be able to do that, like, completely, but we're getting there, oh. so. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I, I like going out into the woods or riding my bike and feeling the air and shit so but there's a there's some really great benefits i think it it's there's that great saying it's like everything with um everything with uh mediation or not mediation everything with uh fuck what am i saying why can't i fucking think of this come on help me out here everything with uh like it's like in the middle ground whatever like not you know don't go crazy on everything it's like everything yeah. within little low boundaries yeah, you know that's it yeah there you go. <laughs> maybe i said it i don't know yeah i think it <laughs> stupid <laughs> <laughs> and that's my head i'm just being a dummy so 
but no, but you're totally right. Um, and not to expect, I mean, uh, you know, like that's one of the things I've been learning is to lower my expectations on people and, you know, the process of how these things work. Uh, I mean, I went into this type of business being like, oh man, I'm so excited. Someone's going to make a movie out of this book into, yeah, it'll happen when it happens. <laughs> and I think allowing it to be, you know, like I know something, I, I know something will happen with LMS simply because I'm not going to give up until it does happen. Yeah. You know, if I have that energy, that that's what something... Stefan's telling you. He says he knows that you're going to push through. Just... Yeah. But like at the same time, it's kind of like it'll happen when it happens. When the time's right, it'll be right. You know, like LMS is one of those gut feelings of mine where I'm like, it'll be okay. Just keep doing what you're doing and just stay strong. You know? Yeah. And like, you know, like if it wasn't for you guys and all that fan art, like, man, that was a huge, that was a huge little like lesson for me to go like, if it wasn't something, then why would all these, you know, brilliant artists like attach themselves and show that support and that love? Like at least dedicate to them for doing that. Yeah, so. it was a two-way street, you know. Like you know, like it's a cool way for the artist to get exposure, being a part of something that you've put oh, yeah. all the effort in, created, and then yeah. at the same time, it's like a great experience um, for you. So it's that was a really smart thing, I think, smart and unintentionally. You know, I don't think that you were like, oh, I'm gonna do this, and like it was just more or less you were just doing it because well, yeah. you're enjoying it. Yeah. What I didn't realize until the, I finally got the book in my hands, I was looking through it and I was like, I kind of have like a production design team in this book. So if we ever want to get like a movie, I'm like, well, here's your pitch. Yeah, yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, like, man. So much awesome work was done. And it's like you guys designed the world and in a way it was kind of like a resume for me because when that movie gets picked up, I mean, even Paramount, they were like, we want you to be a part of the art team for sure. And to like, you know, and I'm like, does that mean that you know, you'd be okay if I brought in some of my guys and like, oh yeah, we like expect it. So that's what I was like, okay, you know, so all those people, those books, I would definitely pass off, you know, some of the jobs if I could to some of them. Yeah, of course. And if it doesn't work out, don't get butthurt people. Like go find, uh, go find your own jobs, you know, like yeah. build uh, it up. But no, I mean, it's cool. It's the world, but I can promise. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's, there's, there's so many things to it, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, people attracting themselves to the energy that you put into that, you know, it's like a ton of energy and effort and work and stuff that you, that you've dedicated, you know, so yeah, like, I don't know, it's just all around it. It's a cool experience, you know, like for everybody involved, it's just fun. You know, it was just, great. It, it kind of makes me mad now because I've met so many new artists since and I was like, damn, I wish I could get them in there now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you just, you keep building that list and then keep making great friends and ties and then you just go make a bunch of other books you know like right. that's one thing too you maybe you gotta be cautious of and i'm sure you are is like you know like just keep blasting you know like it's like oh i want to do this like you're doing now with that little like secret side thing that you're doing you know like yeah always keeping yourself on your toes you know like always keeping yourself going with like all the other creative ideas and ventures and just like you know idea concepts basically you know it's just i don't know makes keeps it fun really you know yeah, of course. Um, another fan said, uh, if you can go back in time and meet your younger self, what advice would you give yourself? Um, what would you change or what would you do? What would you not change? So. Huh. If I were to go back, um, not to be so sensitive. <laughs> You're such a sensitive Sally, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Answer. Um, no, like I would teach myself that uh, to be patient. I think that's one of the main things that I could have learned is patience. 
Um, I <clears throat> I have this problem of uh, creating scenarios in my head before they've actually happened. Oh yeah. Okay. I've done it with relationships. I've done it with business. I've done it with friends. I've done it with you know jobs. And that's something that I really need to stop doing. Is uh, you know like I'll even do it with Gizmo. Like when he had his health freaking out, and I was going like he's gonna die. Like you know like I'm not gonna be able to afford this surgery. Like this and that. Stefan's like, we're not even at that point yet where we know he has to get surgery. I'm like, but what if he does? Like, how am I going to pay for it? Like, it's going to be so expensive. And Stefan's like, why are you even like, you know, worrying about it? It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So, you know, like, that's one of the things I need to stop is stop creating the worst scenario in my head. You know, so. You get an anxiety? Uh, yeah, I get anxiety. I, I was on medication for, for a little bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, do you? No, no, I don't get it. Um, some really close people to me get it and so that, yeah. it gets it gets right where your heart is and uh you start getting that empty gut feeling where you can't do anything yeah, and, i have no i don't no clue what that must feel like it probably sounds sounds like shit uh, uh if you don't mind me getting personal yeah. uh, uh you ever been cheated on before yeah 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 i have it's the worst okay you know that feeling you get that's yeah. what anxiety feels like to me oh that's really shitty yeah, so imagine having that, but like for two hours on end, not being able to change it. Ugh, gross. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even like a cheating thing. It's just that like, like where you're at like loss of air and you don't know what to do and you're like confused and you're lost and it's just like, uh, uh, like, you know, like it's a, you just start thinking the worst about everything. Mm, it's like and, emotional uh, diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you just, and like that empty gut feeling where you're like, oh shit, you know, it's just, and that's what happens to me and it's like, that was happening to me the other day. I mean, Justin and Stefan saw it firsthand. You know, like we were talking business stuff and like, we got to do this, that, this, and we got to pay for this, and we got to get this up and this up. There's just like too many things all happening at once. And I think Justin was like getting angry at something that he was trying to figure out. And it just got to the point where I just like, I stood up, I put my shoes on, and I'm like, you guys, I'm going for a walk. I can't do this anymore. And I just walked out. And like, I went and like, I was, you know, waiting for a friend to go out to dinner. But like that first hour, I hate to admit it. I just walked into a bar and I just had a drink. <laughs> I just, it was the first time I've ever been in the bar by myself and like had a drink, but I just needed let go and just calm down and just be like, take a breath, you know, like take it all in. And that's something I've been trying to do recently that I want to kind of harp on is uh, being okay with being alone. Like I've, uh, I've been having breakfast every morning by myself and, um, it's it's very refreshing you know it's it's actually really nice and i've had some nice moments where i've like talked to the waitress and asked how they are and gotten to know them and it's kind of nice to like just meet new people out of nowhere and um i actually had a moment today i can't believe i'm talking that it's kind of silly oh, um, fine i went to have breakfast for my by myself at this restaurant it was like at 8 a.m mm -hmm. and when i sat down there was no one there You're and getting up uh, early now huh Oh, I get up at 6 a.m. every morning, go for like a two-hour walk, and then I'll have breakfast. Um, and uh, I, I, was, I was sitting there, and I see this girl off in the distance, and uh, she asked me, she's like, what are, you, what are you doing over there? What are you reading? And I was reading the menu. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, the menu? And she was like, oh, crap. She's like, I couldn't see it. And, um, and I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. So, you know, like I ended up ordering. She asked me again. She's like, what are you eating? And then I told her, and she's like, how is it? And I was like, it's okay. And I saw that she was, like, killing this mimosas, you know, like, orange juice and champagne. And I could just tell that she was down. I'm like, you look pretty sad. Why don't you come over here? And she, like, came over, and she sat down at the table with me. 
and um, you know, we introduced each other and you know, I was just like, what's up? And she just started venting. She told me that she got like laid off from her job and she like just was having a really bad day. And like, you know, like it wasn't even, it was totally platonic, but it was just like, it was just a nice moment to be able to talk to a girl that I don't know and that I have no connection with. And just to kind of get her backstory and just help her with her little issue right there instead of focusing on my problems, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it was nice to see something from another standpoint. And like, you know, just we ended the day, nothing happened. I said goodbye and left and that was that. Yeah, those are great I, to have those connections. You know? Yeah, it was just nice to have like a little moment with someone where it's like, I don't know you, but it, it was like cool because she got deep and I got deep. And it was like, I wasn't worried no about her no telling anyone, anyone or, and you know, I'm sure she wasn't worried about really me. I'm not going to, but you know, it was just, it was a nice little moment. I wish to have more of those where I can meet new people and just yeah. talk to them and then move on. You yeah. Know? What is it that we expect to have like these like long drawn out like relationships and like, you know, it's like, you don't need that. You can go and have an amazing conversation with just like a complete stranger and just leave it at that and, and move along, you know, like yeah. the, yeah, those are fun too. Like those are good to have. I was t I was telling one of my girlfriends. Traveling will do to you. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling like one of my girlfriends about it, and I was like, you know, I'm like, that's what I want. Like, and it's like I want to have instead of having flown relationships right now. Like, I definitely don't want a girlfriend. You know, I miss my my ex to death, um, and I don't want to replace her with anyone right now. But one thing that I do want is like, I kind of want that that excitement of talking to someone new, but then bringing it nowhere else after that, unless it's just a friend. But like I like that, like that meeting someone that you don't know and someone that's unbiased you. I guess it goes back to the whole counselor thing, you know, just meeting someone that doesn't know you and doesn't have an opinion already set. And I think when you're attached to Facebook so much, you kind of lose that, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, because she asked me, she's like, "What do you do?" And I was very like blunt about. It. I was just like, "Oh, I just, I just scroll." Like I didn't get into really LMS or anything. And you know, like it was nice not to have that. Oh, like LMS, like. Cause that's what I realized when people like meet me, they're like, Oh, Dan Levisi. Oh, the LMS guys. Like, I kind of want to be like, Oh, Dan Levisi, what do you do? You know, like, it's nice to have that. So, you know, it was fun. Can you imagine what it must be like for like a huge actor? Like, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, I was at, I was in Portugal and I did not get the attention that those guys get, but you know, like getting the attention there, it was kind of, it's, it's, you know, you get tired from it. And, um, you know, like it was, it was nice to kind of have that where someone doesn't know what you do. Yeah, yeah, just a blank slate. So I like um, a lot of um, like movie stars and stuff. They like they move away or they go like do their vacations like not in the states and stuff. Kind of like live part of it so they can kind of live as they did as children, you know, or as humans, I suppose, you know. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. It's good to have all these different perspectives, you know. So, but good for you. Uh, interesting conversation because those are those are fun man yeah and get those from traveling too you know yeah yeah for sure so uh, that was a nice little uh, moment that i had there that was nice that was nice <laughs> that was nice like that mimosa yeah <laughs> well right. i don't know if we covered that though like if you went back in time and changed something about your younger self did you cover that really or no um just you know like i like i said just the anxiety i would you know to be more patient is something that i definitely need to learn something that i still struggle with to this day um so but yeah you know like i don't know i wouldn't really change much about myself because everything i've been through has 
turned me into the person I am now, you know? Yeah, yeah. You learn from mistakes and you learn from the type of person you are over time. So, uh, yeah. No, I don't know if there's anything I really would change. Okay. Well, I mean, that's honest answer, so whatever. That's the question, so... Yeah, I think it's good to just acknowledge like what it is that you've done and the things that you've led and, and like if you look at it grand scheme, I mean you're really stuck in your own world and your own life, but if you like look at it in a different way you could have like, you know, started off and done some crazy horrible crime that you weren't really expecting the outcome to be and then you're stuck in jail for fifty years and you know, like you know, you have those kind of scenarios which would be so horrible to be stuck in that like, you know, vacuum so to speak, but yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not saving lives and we're not brain surgeons. You know, it just seems like we put ourselves through those same same hoops. You know, <laughs> and there's a reason. There's a reason for that. It's just because like we want to be as honest and real as we can. You know, and that just comes from you know exchanging that energy or giving it out. You know, but yeah, it's not easy. But but yeah, man, do you feel like you got? kind of some of the stuff off your chest that you felt that like you needed to get out or like yeah, kind of ex express to people kind of just your thoughts and some stuff that you've learned since the last time yeah I think like you know leaving this off is that if there's one thing is that you know like it's just not to take those special people for granted that come into your life because you never know when they could eventually leave oh yeah and, um, you know like I I became too consumed with my goal to really focus on the important stuff that was sitting there the whole time. And I mean, that's what really led to the whole breakup, you know, essentially, and, you know, mistakes that I made out of, uh, out of fear and labeling when I shouldn't have. And, um, you know, and it's just like, you know, don't, don't let it control you like it's happened to me. And that's why I tell people all the time is when I do the whole LMS talk, it's like, learn from my, my problems, you know, and don't become that person. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, be a hard worker. Don't get me wrong. I think everyone should be a hard worker. But don't forget about the people that, you know, inspire you to work that hard. Yeah. I'm trying to say. Well, you can't take anything with you when you pass, but the things that you can really enjoy <clears throat> for the rest of your life are great company, great, great people. And if you're blessed enough to have those amazing people, it's a real bummer um, when you go their lives without like understanding that filtration system like they they constantly let like this shitty vampire like, like people just suck the life out of them or just kind of fuck with them you know and and but uh it's really amazing <clears throat> the the growth and development you can give yourself when you allow yourself to close those people out you know it's like it's like having like a really noise like it's like tuning into your radio station and you're like three clicks to the right and you're still getting like you're getting like you know some other shitty music on top of the music that you want to listen to and you have that filtration device so you can allow yourself to have that connection with the right people and give them the energy that they need you know it's, it's, it's a key thing you know so but that's good to hear you know <clears throat> and I agree with you I couldn't agree more I think you know you are who you you surround yourself with you know I, and I do my best as a person the same as you I think is to try to surround yourself with all the right people you know so and it's not easy so <clears throat> but once you find them it's the best you know like just, I'm just now I'm like 30 I'm finding like some some people that I can like really connect with it's just really great the past couple of years it's been really great and just understanding that you know yeah 
Yeah, because you know you are who you surround yourself with. So if you're out there like creating and you're hitting walls, like be cautious of that. You know. Yeah. That's, it, That's a good way to look at it. People are venomous, you know, and, and not like it's like their intention. They might not even know that they're being venomous or bad for you, you know. But you know, every, there's a there's the hero's journey, you know. Like we want like resolve, you know. So it's okay to have like a shitty experience so that you know what a good experience is you know so but all within reason i suppose you know so i guess that's all i'm saying but whatever the whatever the fuck i am saying pff, <laughs> you're sitting there rubbing your cat probably like what is ash talking about <laughs> what is this asshole rambling on about now <laughs> 15 string cheese <laughs> are you still fucking trying to open that no, no i got it it's all milky and warm and shitty now <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that exact not like you didn't want. But yeah, dude. Well, thanks for having a chat, man. I think. Yeah, oh, thanks for talking. Now I like venting to you. So <laughs> it's funny we we do this, and but we don't do a podcast of it. So it's funny <laughs> that we're doing it now, like <laughs> out and exposed for everybody to listen. So. Oh yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I want to do it with you because I. You know, like I wanted people to see that, you know, even though we're artists, we still, we still go through that heat and that, you know, those down moments. And I want them to see that, that, you know, like we're, we're human and that it's okay if you're going through it as well. Like I want them to feel like they can relate to it in a sense. Yeah. That's what the podcast is really. It's a, it's yeah, a yeah. beacon like, of relation. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, when I was young and I looked at some of these artists, I was like, oh man, these guys are like, gods they probably don't go through any of that stuff you know like i was yeah. totally oblivious to it yeah and i'm in that business i am like oh man it's not that easy it's not even that if you just pick up a couple books on your favorite artists you realize how much struggle it was you know or how hard it was like it's so funny like even like with frank frazetta like very kind of newer age artists that really stood out it's like he drew for like 10 years he would draw like i think he was like doing comics and stuff like you know that's why he's so good because he understands like form and light and shadow and how to captivate an audience you know it's like people like it's so funny how people just skim over like oh it's a decade it's like dude you better believe i'm drawing every day like crazy like for 10 10 years i'm gonna be fucking amazing by that year that 10 years is up you know like i'll hit like i'll hit like you know 10,000 hours by then you know or to two, 20,000 so but anyways yeah it's just a ton of hard work you know be cautious of who you allow in your life, you know, and make sure that those people are, are contributing to you. And if they're not, then, you know, cut them out, dude. It's like not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. You, you allow more room for the good people. You'll enjoy your life. And if you don't, then you're going to have a real, you're going to have a real shitty ride. So there's a guarantee. <laughs> people latch on to people with energy, you know, like misery loves company. It's like truer words have never been said, you know, oh, I've been through that. That's another topic. Oh, <laughs> I've been there. I've been the brunt of that or the cause of that too you know like within relationships and stuff you know like I've been in numerous relationships until I met my wife who's like my best friend and we deal with everything together and it's not it's not like it's easy either too it's never easy you know yeah. it's always a struggle <clears throat> but it's just a matter of like the choices and the quality of life that you're seeking you know and, and the choices that you you make to get yourself there you know so yeah now just there's still to end this. There's still a lot that I have to learn. You know, and you know, to this day, I'm still learning new things about myself and who I am. And you know, like I don't think I'm I'm, I'm not at that finish line yet. 
Yeah, well, you shouldn't be. Wouldn't, no, yeah, wouldn't right. that be boring? Uh, yeah, no, rightfully so. Like, <laughs> I I gladly accept that. Uh, you know, it's like it's it's the whole point of what we're doing. It's the challenge. I want to prove to everyone that you know we can do this. So totally. Yeah. No, you can, man. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun journey, and it'll be cool to sit back and watch it, watch it go wherever it's gonna go. So, yeah. Is there anything? Any last words? Um, Fear of me. Any last words? <laughs> uh, no. Thank you to everyone that uh, listened and sat through my mumblings. No, but uh, seriously, you know, thank you for the support on LMS and any of the other projects. I know I may not be able to respond to everyone. I feel terrible about it because I still owe responses to people in Portugal. So if you're listening, I'm deeply sorry. I've just been up to my ears in work and trying to get everything together here with the company. Um, but thank you so much for all the support and for always having my back. I, I you know, I try not to forget any of you guys, and uh, it, it literally means the world to me. Without you guys, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I mean, I might still be drawing, but I don't think I'd be in this position. So thank you. Yeah, definitely. Is there any, um, let's, let's also pump your book too. Like when's it coming out and where can people get it and like, how can they follow you as well? So get all that information out. So anybody that's listening wants to, um, help support you or get a piece of what you're doing. Oh uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, you can buy the book last man standing kill book of a bounty hunter on, uh, Amazon right now or on the dark horse website. Boom. It comes, uh, it hey, comes boy. out next. What's up? I said that's the big boys market right there, dude. Amazon. Yeah, you can go on Amazon or Dark Horse. Uh, it comes out next month, middle of November. What's the and date? I think November 6th on the Dark Horse site and then November 16th, 19th on Amazon. Cool. But in stores as well, it comes out everywhere next month. And uh, I am very excited about it. I hope you guys enjoy it. I, It's kind of an experiment that I tried and uh, yeah, hope you guys get a kick out of it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Go out there and get it and support it. You know, it's, it's a huge book. It's filled with madness. It's pretty much Danny's brain. He just like diarrhea all over a bunch of pages and made something crazy out of it. So, yeah, you won't regret it. It's just really crazy. It's filled with just tons of stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's a huge, a huge, massive effort from a person. You can see just, you know, how far you can make something. It's just really fun. So, yeah, go support him. Where I would, and how about, um, you have, you know, you're all, you're super active, like those hashtag fucking shit. <laughs> get the fucking hashtag monster over here. Um, your you got um your Twitter, and I, everything is just Dan Levy CR. So okay. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, just Dan Levy CR, and uh, yeah, and yeah, I'm around. Yeah, or just you know, yeah, just check it out. Yeah, so but um, yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime, man. We'll yeah, we'll do we'll do multiple stages. It'll be the multi-layered Danny. <laughs> we'll do different different stages. So now that'd be great. And best of luck on the release. And go easy on yourself. Don't huh. be so hard on yourself, sir. <laughs> You're doing a good job, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, everything's going good. So yeah, awesome. Well, I'm gonna fucking go to bed. Cause it's late. <laughs> but uh, you should too man right. but um yeah thanks to everybody that's listened um we appreciate the support and um yeah check out danny check out his book and help support he can continue to do what he's doing and yeah awesome okay, thanks, right. awesome have a good night guys
plus.